the Sponsors button for our link. Life gets tough And times get hard And it's hard to find the truth In all the lies Let's go! You guys act like it's... Pick it up a little bit. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Six minutes after the hour, it is The Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being along with us. Rick is out today as he carries his youngest, Brody, back to college, or to college, to start, to get moved in. Big day. uh, It's also Sherry's birthday, so... The Burgesses have a plate full today. Yeah, I've good been, luck, guys. I've been wondering if if the headboard shelf thing. I, I'm assuming he lost. It. Just give up on that battle. Oh yeah, I, I'm sure it's in the truck. Absolutely. What do y'all think? No, you it know, is. I, I yeah, went out into yeah. my First garage yesterday yeah. and I saw the headboard of a bed or something. I thought, well, what in the world? Or where'd this come from? I thought, mm. am I getting into this too? And I didn't know it. Oh so, wow! So you just yeah, had a you headboard ran head I, real I quick. I, I don't know what it, where it came Bubba from. Went something the house and I thought that's how you threw your back out moving the head. Run inside. Yeah, yeah, some heavy lifting around the house there. So, uh, anyway, uh, you know we're very, very, we we're very, very fortunate on this show, Handyman, to have what I like to call America's weatherman. Oh, the yeah. great James Fan. He's a man with a Mayweather plan. He's a mighty James Fan. He's a mighty good weatherman. He's the man Rick and Bubba's biggest fan. He's a main weatherman. He's a mighty James Fan. Brother James, how are you, sir? Bubba, what is on your mind? How are you, sir? Man, I am good. I am very good. I hope you're good. The guys here are good. Uh, We're all been, good. It's all good. Uh, we want to we want to talk weather, but James, We're all there, good together. There's so many people in the Rick and Bubba audience, and we talked about them earlier today a little bit that might not even know exactly who you are or what you do. And I think from I'd time like to, to time, them. we have to reintroduce you to them. Hmm. We're very lucky to have James Spann as our local uh, ABC uh, affiliate weatherman. But, and, but James, you do a whole lot more than that. And a lot of people hear you on different radio stations around the country and all that. Just kind of give a little intro about all that you do there that is James Spann. I'm just your driver. That's my main job. Uh, other than that, uh, I, I've been doing weather for a long time. I, I do weather on 24 radio stations around the country, Ooh. have been doing this for 41 years, and uh, we do a uh, podcast, but we've been doing podcasts before podcasts were hip, okay? We, we, we've been doing one since 2006 called Watch Weather out. Brains. And weather weenies and geeks and dweebs and nerds and dorks around the world listen to that show. So most people that do weather know or that love weather know who I am. But no, I'm I'm just a weather guy. Uh, I have loved weather ever since I was a child. Nothing has changed. And oddly enough, at my ripe old age, I still cannot wait to come to work every day, which is weird. Most people my age are cranky and old and hate coming into work. I can't wait. This is awesome. They pay me to do what I love and talk about the stuff I love too. So it's great. You know, it's funny. You mentioned that. We talked about that uh, during the uh, first hour of the show today a little bit. So James, looking at the weather and then there's some other topics we want to cover with you. It's August. That means it's hot, but we're going to get a little bit of a break uh, across the entire country, right? Yeah. You know, it's pretty quiet. Uh, And if you're in the Southeast United States, the heat has been brutal uh, earlier this week, but uh, that, 
heat has pretty much broken. Now, understand, it's August. It's always hot. It's just not as hot as it was a few days ago. We had some cities hitting 100 degrees for the first time in three years. But around the nation, it's pretty quiet. All of the heat advisories, the excessive heat warnings for the southeast United States, those are gone. Uh, the only problems for the southeast, a flash flood watch for the west coast of Florida down around Tampa Boom. Bay. We do have some excessive heat warnings out west for places like Phoenix and Las Vegas and Palm Springs. That's where the heat will be out in the western states uh, today. You mean in the uh, in desert? Terms of, <laughs> where they built towns in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So uh, in terms of uh, severe weather today, uh, there's always a chance of severe storms in summer. And understand uh, this is the tornado season for the northern states. And we've got a risk of severe storms today for the nation's breadbasket. Uh, states like uh, Kansas, Nebraska, and South Dakota. But I wanted to go back in the Wayback Machine, fellas. Uh, uh, let's go back 50 years ago today. I'm not so sure anybody in that studio was alive 50 years yeah, ago today. Yeah, I was, but I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I was a little five-year-old. I, I was, yeah. <laughs> yes, so... So this was August of 1969. Was. <laughs> and, uh, yep. As a half-year-old, you know, I, I think. I, I will say I was 13. I, I'm old. I was three. I was 13. <laughs> and I, was I three. remember that summer very well for two things. Number one, what happened in July, Bubba? You ought to know this one 50 years ago. The, was that the Galveston hurricane? Uh, Woodstock. No, this was, this was a space uh, NASA oh, uh, what? Man, oh, man. The, oh, the Apollo 11. I thought you were talking about weather stuff. No, no, no. So in 50 terms years of national, ago? Yeah, national events 50 years ago, summer of 69. Uh, well, we landed man on, walked the moon. on the moon. Yeah. And then what happened the next month, we had a catastrophic hurricane Ooh. in the Gulf of Mexico. Mm -hmm. The hurricane, hurricane is called Camille. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Camille. Oh, yeah. Yep. Right. Most people today don't have there. any memory of this, but we're coming up on the 50th anniversary of the landfall. The landfall was on the Mississippi Gulf Coast near past Christiane and the storm surge, 24.6 feet. Wow. Hey, the man. wind velocity was this is sustained winds, 174 <laughs> miles per hour. This is basically still the Gulf Coast hurricane of record. Uh, wow. This is only one of four category five hurricanes to, to make landfall in the continental United States. We had Labor Day 1935, Hurricane Andrew in 92, and then Michael of last year. But uh, the damage was catastrophic. The loss oh, of life was severe. And understand, you know, back in 1969, we, we didn't have the communications infrastructure. Uh, the warnings were not as good. Uh, the death toll was 259. Wow. And in addition to creating all this damage on the Gulf Coast, it, it created some horrific flooding inland, especially over parts of Virginia, where some of the loss of life was severe there. So uh, for some of us old timers, we always think back to what happened on the Gulf Coast in 69, 50 years ago. But today, fellas, quiet as a mouse. Yeah, mm, like it. good news. Wow. Yeah. Looking across the Atlantic Basin, I mean, I've got nothing to show you. T typically in mid August, I've got something somewhere. Yeah. A little wave, a depression, but uh, it, it's just amazingly quiet. And what's happening, we've got a lot of dry air out in the deep tropics. This is air coming off the deserts of Africa, and that is helping to prevent tropical storm formation. And the other thing we have going on is sinking air motion out there, which obviously offsets any. Uh, development. Uh, but hmm. understand, fellas, that the season is is very young still. Uh, I would imagine that the tropics will wake up 
late this month or in September. Oh, to yeah. climatologically speaking, the peak Ooh. of the hurricane season is mid September. So we got a long way to go. Climatologically? What did you say? <laughs> That's a big word. Don't, don't even okay. try that, that word. I wish I could word. say that word. Climatology? <laughs> Climatology? No. So, James, the fact that it's calm now, can we read anything into that that it will pick up later, or is that just the way it is today? It's like a meal pond. Uh, well, you know, and again, I don't like seasonal outlooks. I'm, I've never been a big fan of these things, you know, where you issue a forecast for a hurricane season because, number one, you there's don't not know. a great skill set there. It's all we can do to figure out what the weather's going to do a day in advance sometimes. <laughs> and then number two, what do you do with that information? If you have an above-average hurricane season, let's say you live in Galveston or uh, Pensacola or Panama City or New Orleans, what do you do? I mean, nobody knows exactly where yeah. they're going to form or where they recurve. But uh, th- for those that do seasonal outlooks, including uh, NOAA, uh, they are expecting a, a near-average season, maybe even slightly above-average. So uh, the, the, those that do seasonal outlooks do expect the, uh, the Atlantic Basin to wake up in September. The season runs to the end of November. And let me just, too, fellas, say this. Uh, you, you know, it, it doesn't matter. All, all it takes is one. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have one hurricane in the whole season, if that thing happens yeah, to come up one. where you yeah, live, bad, then that's a big hurricane season for you. So while it's quiet now, don't be lulled to sleep. We have a long way to go. We're just in the uh, third inning of a nine-inning game here. Oh, wow. James, uh, thank you for that. Can you can you hang on? How's your schedule look today? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, we're going to hold, hold you for one more second. We have so talk much to talk few, to you about. A few other fun things. Uh, and we appreciate it, James. As always, your outlook uh, lets us know what's going to happen and m- lets us make plans about what we want to do. So we certainly appreciate that. We'll be back with a little bit more with James Spann in just a minute. You are listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Don't give up and hope that your good is good enough. Head down, keep on working. Oh, good morning, Mr. Allen. You deserve it. Yeah, I hope you're not too mad at me. I was running a little bit late this morning, and I was hoping you wouldn't be too mad with me. <laughs> you know, Speedy, I can't thank you enough for keeping that alive. You, you don't know how many other good things that's limited you from getting, you know. I remember doing that, by the way, was funny, on a Saturday. Oh, really? <laughs> really bored at work. Yeah. On a Saturday. It was. As I said, 21 minutes after the hour of the Rick and Bubba mm-hmm. show. Thank you for being a part of it. Uh, Helms, I know you got a quick shout-out here we need to get. Won't you do it now before? You going to get off to school or something? They're going to forget it. You don't want to do it? Hey, we're going to wait one segment, if okay. you don't mind, okay. so we can time it down. But Span's okay. still with us. Okay. Um, I didn't get that part. Span, guess Span. We were we've <laughs> been talking. We've been talking a great deal about uh, Godspeed and your shadow box. Wow. With, uh, I'm talking about suspenders, tie, everything, right beside the Rick and Bubba softball jersey. How's James, that? How's that make you feel, James? That is so funny. <clears throat> I'm just honored to be in the same league as you guys. <laughs> and, and for those of you that don't get to see James all the time on your local TV affiliate, which is a shame, mm-hmm. but. James is known. I mean, he's all decked out. He's got his oh, suit on. Yeah. But when the weather gets bad, it's on. He will take his coat off, mm-hmm. and he has his suspenders on. So Means business. We all here know in this part of the country when you see James in his suspenders, hey, you better pay attention. Yeah, that means that Serious means game business. on. That's how we. We'll, that's huh? really how we communicate on if we know it's bad, James. Hey, James got suspenders on. Be ready. Yeah, everybody perks up. Yeah. then. <laughs> but you put a shadow box up of your shirt and your suspenders. 
at the local gym where you and Rick both work at. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, yeah that that is. Yeah, what, what's what's weird? So you got Rick and you got me up there. Then you got all these you know major league baseball guys. <laughs> you got Mitch Moreland of the Boston Red Sox, and you got Joe Webb of the Houston Texans, and Mario Addison of the Panthers. And so it's like something's not in place up here. We we shouldn't be up there with these. James, guys, you so. motivate people. Two more burpees. Look at that. Look. Well, look. Well, yeah. we, look at them suspenders. <laughs> we, we've all seen shadow boxes yeah, with a jersey in it. And we've seen some maybe with a T-shirt, like what we've got up there. It's, yeah. uh, you know, sleeves. But I don't think I've ever seen one with a button-up shirt and suspenders. And yeah. a tie. Well, don't no. the tie. Yeah, don't no. do that. It's like first James, it's first like, one ever. It's like James is standing there. Um, James, James, that is funny. I want to tell you, I laughed hard when I saw yeah, that. Um, well, funny. are you going to talk about the magical, uh, the, the magic that's going to be happening well, in Huntsville this you weekend? Well, you know, James is a man. He, he's one of the most tech-savvy guys I know. We... We try to get together every now and then and have a little tech lunch and catch up on the latest stuff. But you know what week it is, James? It's magical. Now, and that's the reason Rick is not here, I think, because he probably knew we were going to talk about this on this show today. <laughs> so whenever you talk about ham radio or ham fest, but you, you notice the veins on his neck begin to bulge out. Oh, yeah. And his face gets red, then his underwear starts flapping up and down his yeah. legs. I mean, he... He, he he didn't like us talking about this. No, no. <laughs> but it, it is pure magic. Uh, I you know I I got my ham radio license when I was fourteen. In fact, somebody sent me a picture yesterday of an event. Oh, wow. Called Field Day, yep. and I was working Field Day. Bubby, you've heard of Field oh, Day? Oh yeah, that's when all the hams all over the country go out and they test their emergency skills once a year. No, I thought that was. I, I missed that. Yeah. Right. So, so this is in June every year. And uh, the, the photograph the guy sent me was from 1978. And this was literally two days before my first night on television. And uh-huh. uh, it brought back very fond memories. Field days are magical, too. You, you spend, you're basically camping out. And uh, I was in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and we uh, were at a park called Bowers Park. And I worked the all-night shift doing Morse code on 40 meters. Mm. Um, <laughs> and, uh, man, I, w- I was good. I'm not good at much, but I could work those CW contests. We had so much fun back then. That was so, just awesome. So, James, can you still <laughs> so copy code fun. pretty well? I, you know, during my glory days, I could do maybe – 50 words per minute. I, I can't James, even that write that smoking. fast. That is smoking yeah. fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I could just oh, hear it. It's like a second that. language. And, and today I can like... still hear it. And it's just strange. Wow. It's just yeah. always been there. In fact, for years at, at, at the Ham Fest, what contest I used to win, Bubba? This is awesome. The <laughs> Left Foot CW Contest. Not, oh, not that. Not the that? Battle Royale. Yep. Uh, I, I bet you we're the only two guys listening to this show that would know what a left foot CW contest is. So, you know, the, the original Morse code, you had a, a, key. a key. You'd yeah. have to tap out, right. you know, dits and dahs with right. a key. Left foot. And uh, so they put it down on the floor do and you foot. used your left foot. Oh, okay. To generate Morse code. So they and handicapped man, I, you as much as you could you, just to see who could still uh, do it. You crazy hammers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it, so it, it's, uh, in fact, some of the guys took their shoes off. I, I didn't want to do that. I was afraid I might have toe fungus or right. toe yeah. cheese or something well, going on. Yeah, I'm not doing that. That's nasty. Uh, so, and, and James, speaking of that, I mean, this week it's the Huntsville Ham Fest, which oh, is boy. one of our largest Watch ones it. in the Southeast. and uh, Lots of glasses and pens. Yeah, I mean, pocket protectors galore. <laughs> Everywhere. You wouldn't if believe you say, it. hey, anybody got a pen, you'll have it as a face for <laughs> <laughs> Are y'all like rock stars when y'all walk into these things? Oh, James might be. I'm yeah, not, you're no John I'm Miller, but. 
Uh, but Bubba's kind of a big deal, man. He he, you know, he he's he'll walk up through the uh, you know flea market out there, and it's just like Elvis is in the building when, when Bubba's. <laughs> oh, listen to you, James. It is fun though. I enjoy it, and a lot of good guys are in it and get to visit with them. Don't some of them in Huntsville? I don't see, but once a year, so it's always a good trip. When's the last time you've been to Huntsville? I know you stay pretty busy on Saturdays. Yeah, you know, I've got this book signing in Oxford, Alabama. Oh, cool. Uh-oh, James. I, I'm, I'm doing this book tour thing, so I, I, I won't be able to attend this year, which, which breaks my heart. But I, I look back on it, and I was 14 years old when I got my license. And it was a time in my life when it was kind of challenging, and my, my father had left. Uh, we were kind of low income, and there were some marvelous men that helped me, that donated some old surplus gear, and they got me started. And uh, <laughs> I, I made some friends through that hobby that I still have today. Yep. And uh, it was a really special time. And that got me into storm spotting and storm uh, chasing as a youngster. And that ultimately led to this career. And, and let me say oh, this, yeah. fellas, you know, those cell phones that you have, they're great. But when a tornado strikes or there's some big disaster, there's a good chance those things won't work. And ham radio is, is just as important today as it was 40, 50 years ago uh, during times wow. of emergency. And, you know, it's evolved, too, James. There's so many digital formats now out there. They're really you know, on the cutting edge of developing a lot of these things. And uh, I was telling the guys here one day, I said uh, the ham radio was really instrumental in developing what we currently call Wi-Fi through the packet radio network, which was a forerunner to wireless digital communications. Right. Uh, I, I, I totally agree. And again, it's a great hobby and I still love it today. You, you make friendships that last for a lifetime and there's so many different ways of communicating, but still I love the old Morse code stuff. You can still do that, but yep. no, I, I will miss the ham fest this weekend, but mm. it's pure magic. And I, we talked about this before <laughs> when I was a kid, my mama took me to a ham fest, the Birmingham ham fest, Birmingham, oh, Alabama. Boy. Oh boy. It, a Porto armory. Oh. And, uh, you thought you were was, in heaven, did you? <laughs> Oh man, it, it was Couldn't so good. I almost passed out. I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> and see, Greg, this is the good thing about this weekend. You get a lot of the connectors and plugs that you cannot get anywhere oh, else. Uh, you know, you got to you, you stock up for the year on anything you'll need, right, James? Yeah, maybe James. Yeah, no, no, and you, and, and you just can't go down to the Target or the Walmart and get this stuff. No, right. Right. no, that's right. no. Oh, uh, no uh, Mayor, Mayor Hall uh, for Helena. He's now a oh, yeah. guy. He, he's he a is guy. I've talked to him in. a couple of times. You didn't take him with you to I'm hunt. He's fired up. He yeah. is fired up about it. I love it, too. <laughs> Bubba, I'm thinking about joining up. Yeah, Greg, I think you'd I I, you be part of it. It's magical. I'll be booming from the back. Yeah. You know, that's a good news. There, there's a lot of guys like to sit around and tell stories, and there's a lot of them that are very technical, yeah. and you know, yeah. you, you, there's something for everybody. James, uh, uh, when, when, when and where is your book signing in Oxford? I'll be at the Oxford Public Library Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. So come yep. out and see me get All a book. Right, Calhoun County, awesome. get out and see James. Yes. If you're not going to the ham fest, go, go see, see James. James. <laughs> go see James. James, thank you much, brother. We appreciate you. You guys You guys have a great day. We'll be right Hi, back. It is Rick and Bubba. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes after the hour, of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for tuning in. Rick is not with us today. He is on the way back to school as he carries <laughs> Brody for his move-in day at yeah. college. Yep. And Sherry's also celebrating a birthday today. <laughs> Big so, day birthday. for the Burgesses. Big day and for we, the Burgesses. We, we got another birthday here too. So, but uh, you're gonna do our sponsor first. I am, and then we're gonna go right on over to Broke Arm. Uh, cannot wait <laughs> for that. 
This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at ButcherBox.com slash Bubba. If you are watching or listening to our program each day, you know you've heard us talking about ButcherBox.com slash Bubba. Uh, here's what we love. Every month they deliver 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, uh, heritage-bred pork, and wild-caught Alaskan salmon directly to your door with free shipping. Uh, you can choose from four uh, curated boxes or customize your own box with all of your favorite cuts. And here's a great offer that's going on right now. This month, ButcherBox.com slash Bubba is offering new members $20 off your first box plus two pounds of ground beef and Greg's favorite, two packs of bacon uh, yeah. when you sign up at ButcherBox.com slash Bubba. So right now, your first order, this is a special going on. They're knocking off $20 off the first box and throwing in uh, an additional two pounds of ground uh, ground beef and two packs of bacon. You can go to butcherbox.com slash Bubba or always go to rickandbubba.com and look under the sponsors button. And uh, you mentioned other birthdays. Not only is it Sherry Burgess's birthday, but she shares a birthday with your son, uh, Helmsy, and that's one Braden. Braden Michael Helms turns 14, oh, 14 years old today. Woo-hoo! 14. 14 and stinking. I didn't he was 14. AKA, well, we've been here 11 years, yeah. so I uh-huh. guess. Um, A.K.A. Right. broken arm. Yep. Wow. How's he doing so, with that? You know, I was <clears throat> telling someone yesterday, he, he is in such good spirits. He's handling this much better than I would. You mean when yeah. you ruined his, his golf playing yeah. by forcing him to play tennis? Right. I, Sh- shouldn't I, have I been there. Shouldn't have even been in the match. Yeah. He's been so kind. He hasn't brought that up. Yeah. Uh, he's listening he's right now, so probably will now. Bring it up, Braden. Um, I'm well, sure I, he's I thought he will, about it. Because he's a competitor. Yeah. And he, mm-hmm. he likes getting after it. about one arm? The good news is, and and love you, son. Happy birthday. The good news is, um, you know, he had to go the cast for some reason. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I was expecting Arm some pit. short cast. It went above his elbow, and that stinks. But Literally. I found out yesterday, I think uh, a week from tomorrow, he will go to a short cast. Okay. That's so good. I think that's some good news that's for good. him. He's, he's fired up about that. Um, One arm bandit. Yeah. He so is, he hasn't brought up the fact that dad – I, there, I'm, I'm, I'm in this condition because of you. Yeah, he has not. He has that? not brought it up, okay. and I don't think he no. will because he's a competitor. He, he, I, I think right. he, he, yeah, he, he may admit it. He may not, but I right. think he got to the tournament, the team tennis tournament, and I think he started enjoying it once he was sure. there. Yeah. Now I think you, if you pinned him down today and said, "Hey, uh, if if you would have stayed home, you'd be hitting some golf balls today." What would you? take he would golf all day long yeah, yeah. right um so but he got caught up in the moment and enjoyed it and played and uh and did really well uh but because i 14 placed him out no. there he's he's uh yeah he's in a well that was kind of a freak accident too you it was. usually don't have a lot of broken bones with tennis but yeah. uh, it does happen i've seen it happen a few times so, yeah you know so. people don't realize how rough it is out yeah. there man. i know i know <laughs> between the lines you know <laughs> between so. the lines what anyway. happens uh, between the lines stays between yeah, the that's lines. right yeah don't so hope he, has a, hope he has an <clears throat> awesome day today at school. Yeah, yeah. So. Happy birthday, Bray. Is that Happy first birthday, broke Bray. bone for him? It's the first broken bone with our kids in general. Oh, so well, I think you're way ahead of the curve. Then. We were actually talking about um, – I uh, had two broke arms growing up. Both I wrists. Too. I had I had yeah. both my wrists and, yeah. and a collar, two collar bones and two wrists. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I we were talking about that at dinner the night it happened. Uh, we've really dodged several bullets probably. So it was only a matter of time. Hunter so, broke so, a wrist. We had a broke yeah. foot. Caitlin's had a couple of broke bones. So, you know, we at lot one point bones. I was afraid to keep going to the emergency room that, you know, DHR was going to get involved. Yeah, you know? I know. I know. But if you're getting after it, you're going to have that. Absolutely. You know? yeah, we've had a lot of broke bones, a lot of surgeries. Um, 
But let me ask you And a that's question. what he was doing when it happened, so it's kind of a yeah. badge and honor that he's wearing. He was yeah. getting after mm-hmm. it. It wasn't like he was walking on tennis court and fell. He was mm-hmm. semi-diving for a ball and, and, and getting after Does it. Does he so. know that the staff, he's kind of hurt the staff's feelings just a little bit? Why? He's supposed to come up here so we can sign his cast. Well, I will say this. And I, he hasn't done it. I think, he, the I think he's waiting on the shorter, and it is a dark blue. Yeah. Well, um, we got we got a, we got one of these little silver Sharpies. Navy blue type thing. You know? We I, could sign it. Now, I'll say now this. Uncle Greg, what he writes, you know, I don't know about that, but everybody else could sign it. Well, well you know? it, it'll be over. I mean, it's aggravating now. And I, I remember I, I missed a, a basketball all-star thing, and, and it drove me crazy. And I thought, well, I'll just never play again. I was so mad. But, <laughs> um, you know, when it's over, it, it, you know, like I say, you're going to have this. You're going to have these kind of things. I'll be honest, when I broke my right wrist, it was probably one of the best things that ever happened to me. Because I could throw a curveball after I got my cast off, and I couldn't before that. So, oh, that's like that kid on that movie. Yeah, broke I mean, his arm it, suddenly he could throw fast. It really was. It was the craziest thing. I had been trying to learn how that's to throw funny. one, and um, and after the cast came off, of course we didn't do rehab. You know, no. we didn't have all that. You just went back out in yeah. the yard and played, and you you went, wow, that one's not very strong. I got to take it easy for a while. You're right. Yeah, but uh, man, I could snap that wrist after that. So <laughs> I think that, that really, I yeah. mean, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. You know? Two things. I think he will probably appreciate practice a little more once this is complete because he's been cooped up. And the second thing is, I reached out to Amanda earlier because I don't know when it, they want to do that. Like I think Caroline probably would now, but Braden not. And that is, come on the air and talk to us. Mm-hmm. Like I asked this morning, hey, would he be? Would he want to come on the air and talk to us and let us wish him a happy birthday? Let's call him. He doesn't want any part of it. Come on, Braden. So and, he's not and there yet. Now I think Caroline, she wouldn't want any part of it, but she would probably do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it would be fun for you guys to ask him some questions sure. about did you want to be out there and all that. But he just he he, he doesn't want, that. he does not want to be on there. Well, he's he's wise beyond his years. And Maddie thinks <laughs> he we is to, to get in here with these two. Yeah, Maddie yeah. thinks we all make fun of her, so she, right, she does. Right. She's coming around a little but, bit on that. Though. But we don't make fun of her. We're just loud. Yeah, and she loud. takes are, that as real loud. It's it's uncomfortable for her when y'all are when we <laughs> are. And we don't I want her to be the same way. When when we are loud. And and laughing, she thinks we are making fun of her. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. When we try to go do a little bit better over here, we're so loud, and we're like on treadmills talking. Like and and I found out we're screaming. People up front can hear us, and everybody always turns around and looks at There's us. There's that one lady that doesn't like us at all. I know she looks at us every time. Just the one that reads the book us. while she's on the treadmill. Yeah. Yeah, and then Greg, <laughs> when he because he didn't have his glasses on, he can't see around, so he can't see who's looking at us. Yeah, and, and they're gonna go hit that lurk button over there. Oh, yeah. lunk, 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 <laughs> what do you call it? Lunk, 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 lunk alarm. alarm. <laughs> <laughs> They've hit it a couple times. <laughs> Speedy ripped his shirt off, was posing down. They lunked him. <laughs> he was screaming like the Hulk. <laughs> You do. I, I, no the, judgment, pal. No the judgment few times pal. that I'm in there, uh-huh. when y'all are in there, uh-huh. you can hear y'all. Oh yeah, I, I mean, know and, you can. And, and I, I, know, I know, I don't notice anybody else walking in the door. Mm-hmm. I don't notice anybody else doing. But y'all are. Oh, you get Hobie in the mix. It's oh, funny. That place is a little. I tell you what. You know. Yeah. And I'm tall. <laughs> I'm tall. Got money. <laughs> 
Uh, I, know it. I can't imagine why Braden won't come on. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Oh, What's we'd it? have fun with Braden. So wonder anybody does. <laughs> we'd have a good time with Braden. I think James is questioning it. Yeah. <laughs> I think mine's only been on once or twice. They're good yeah. getting grown. Well, I tried to, uh, you know, with Rick out today, I tried to book Betty to come by for a segment. I, I couldn't I couldn't get her to sign on to come <laughs> she's in. too so. busy today? Oh, really? Yeah, she's slammed, you know. She's very busy. So. What's, what's she got going on? Oh, just a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. things. She said, I'm busy. I just left it at that. Oh, okay. That means no. Got it. Yep. Too busy. Too busy. She said Speedy makes fun of her. <laughs> makes a little quirk. She didn't want to come on. She's like Maddie. <laughs> yeah, they make fun of her. Amanda won't want, dare come on. People have, yeah. I uh, wish Amanda would come she on. Won't. She is so she funny. She won't dare come on here. I wish Lisa wouldn't She's come a fun- on. <laughs> Well, she trashes me every time she does. She's yeah. made the best of twice. Well, that's, that's why it's funny. Greg, I know. Ted claims she sounds too country. I'm not coming home, she says. She'll be she right heard, at home. Has she heard this show? I, yeah. I, that's what I tell her. Honey, there's nothing wrong with your voice. Now, a lot of people have asked, why don't we just let our wives do the show one day? And I thought, well, you We'd know, that's too much. That. That that's too get, much never, out of control. That ever do that. Hey, guys, we, we, look, all, all husbands know you don't do that. Yeah. Don't no, go, actually, huh? Betty, Betty is visiting with her mom today. Oh, okay. So. Going to see That's mom. That. My part of the world. Yep, yep. Well, Braden will be the talk at school now. Uh, it, my my boys, whenever <laughs> they're talked about, yeah. and either they don't hear it or they hear just a little bit of it. Yeah, secondhand. Normally, is they're at school and people stop them in the hall, going, "Hey, man, that was funny." <laughs> What your dad was saying this morning, and they're like, "What? <laughs> what? What, <laughs> what are you now? talking about?" This, I think know? he would prefer us not wish him happy birthday. Yeah, like he he would prefer us not even bring his name up right. at all. Um, I think Caroline would prefer it, but she enjoys it when we play Sweet Caroline and all sing oh, and all yeah. that. Uh-huh. She can act tough, but she eats that up. Okay. <laughs> and and we can talk about Maddie all day long. She grins and, and all yeah. this. I think Braden, I'm not going to leave him out. I'm going to wish him a happy birthday. Mm-hmm. I love you, buddy. Hey, but I know he would song. rather not hear this What song is his favorite song? We can sing happy birthday. I don't over. know what his favorite song is. Here. I don't think he has I, a favorite song. He told me. Well, he'll have a good day at school. He loves Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what has I he? Heard. Uh, Black has, Smoke Rising. Yeah. Has oh, he got all the yeah, girls okay. in his class to sign his cast? See, this is why he will never come on. Happy like birthday this. to you. Happy birthday. He loves this song. I gotta get him started young. <laughs> I don't even think he knows who Greta Van Fleet well, is. Well, Today's the day he learns. That's a shame if he doesn't. When we come back, we have a story very sad, but it does explain why we have one of the rules we have here on the show. Oh, boy. It'll become oh, yeah. very clear. Right up Greg's alley right yeah. here. Don't, don't miss that. We'll be right back. It's 45 minutes after the hour. It is the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being a part of it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Fifty-one minutes after the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being along with us. You know, over the twenty-five year history of the show, we, you know, you learn things and you develop rules and say, "Well, look, I'm just not going to do that. That's a problem. It causes a handle. It, you know, you can, you know, you might can die doing that or something." Mm-hmm. So, you try to stay clear of those kind of things. Well, early on in the radio world, as I grew up and as we were doing the show, we get invited to do. 
food eating competitions uh, like maybe once a week somewhere. Yeah. And you know, the first three times I saw somebody almost choke to death, I thought this is this is bad. Not we good. don't need to be eating for speed. No. Uh, you know, sitting down and, and having a meal, it's like speed, it's like art. Yeah. You know, you, <laughs> Take your time. You, you wouldn't ask Michelangelo to paint with a roller. You know what I mean? You, you can't you can't do that. So uh, and sadly we've had another example of that. A Fresno, California man has died after collapsing at a Fresno Grizzlies game while competing in a taco eating contest, according to uh, a Fresno newspaper. Dana Hutchinson's 41 reported collapsing while participating in the event. Mm. Officials say the man began choking on the food during the contest. Oh, boy. Mm. Uh, He was taken to the community medical center where he was uh, pronounced dead on arrival. Uh, fans at the game said medical technicians attempted the Heimlich maneuver and CPR before paramedics arrived. The hospital has not yet given official reason for his death. And, of course, the Grizzlies have extended uh, heartfelt prayers and condolences to the family via a public statement. Now, the Grizzlies, a minor league affiliate of the Washington Nationals, introduced alternate Fresno taco jerseys a few years ago. The team wears the taco jerseys during every Tuesday home game. It's taco Tuesday. And apparently they do have various taco promotions on Tuesday night. Right. It happened in you the know, third inning, too. Well, so so have, they had to finish the game. Did y'all see where they're going to have to cancel the professional taco eating championship they had scheduled for Saturday? Oh. Well, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, oh. they, you know, of all foods you try to eat in a hurry, the pizza is not a good one to do, and I would think tacos are not to do. Uh, because not. Have you read the, the witnesses here? They said he was actually winning. They said he was doing really good. This witness said, I mean, he was hungry. You could tell. said, my son and I were standing there, and we were like, there's the guy. He was winning because he told him before they hadn't ate all day, he was getting ready for it. And he did mention he was a diabetic and had had a couple of beers. I'm not making that sense in the story. Really? Yes. But he was out front when he went down. But – there's, you know, trying to cram food in your mouth. That's why that Labor Day hot dog eating contest just grosses me out. I know you love it, Greg. No, it is gross. It's How just, do you watch it then? When they, put, when they dump that bun in the water. Oh, now, look, I've, I'm on record saying I think you should have to eat it the way a hot dog looks. This right. dump, dumping bread. Stop. Shoving it in your mouth. It's and then, gross. And then getting about gross. four of them. Yeah. Hot dog thing, you know, uh-huh. it's it's crazy. Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll admit that, but I just can't imagine. In my mind, their stomach. What's happening there? I, right. How do you yeah. how do you how do you digest? And there's got to be quite an event afterwards. Yeah, one oh, way or the I, other. I, I Something's got to give. You can't digest all them. Now dogs. I give you this. I love a good competition, and I love controversy, like where you have the Joey Chestnut versus Kobayashi type thing. But the, it's just so gross, you can't watch it. No, them. I can't. I turn it quickly. You know, this isn't the you first. You see y'all the same way. I can't, no, I can't watch it. You're, you're um, not just saying it. It really does no, gross you. No, it like is it gross. Does me. I, mean, I can't hardly watch it. It is gross. This I isn't just... the first time this has happened. Uh, there are other fatalities linked to competitive eating contests. Uh, well, you know, it's, it's a risk a, you take. Guys. A 20-year-old student died during a pancake eating contest. Yeah. I would think that would be yeah, Hey, race car drivers take a risk, too. Yeah. I mean, you know going into yeah. it, yeah. but they how, went doing what they loved. How about this one, though? For a former professional boxer choked to death in front of the crowd during a croissant eating contest. Wow. See, that's the thing. If I'm going down, in I hope front it's eating tacos, not croissants. You know, go out and blaze But I don't want to go out <laughs> cramming it in my mouth. You I know? wonder if they were hard shell or soft shell tacos. 
I, I would think, think I would think soft, right? No, I would think hard shell. Know? Yeah, to me that's a real taco, but it'd be hard to handle the hard yeah. shell though. The hard shell probably too. You'd get some sharp edges oh, yeah. on all that. I've I've, I've actually can believe this or not. I've actually had to MC a taco eating contest. Oh, I, know. I told you. I, I'm, I'm I was were they hard shell? I don't even want to no, be around. They were soft shell. Well, see, to me, a soft shell taco is just like a mini burrito. I'm scared to death. That's all it is. That doesn't yeah. count. I don't count that. Hmm. I want you to eat a show enough taco. Well, how how, how many lawsuits you think will come out of this? Oh, I'm sure they signed themselves away before they went in there. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They'll still yeah, they'll give a shot. They'll make a run at it. Yeah. You're right. Mm. Y'all, I'm just – if we did away with competitive eating, can I just put it in that term? Yeah. I think that we would be a better place. Well, now, that. Joey Chestnut would you disagree know? with you. Well, I know. I know. He's made, he's made quite I a know. living on yeah. that. I know. You know, but you know he just, had an appearance uh, eating yeah. chicken wings that day. Yeah. yeah. Now he's doing appearances. 24 hours or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he just 12 hours. 12 hours chicken wing eat. And I, you got to guess how many he was going to eat. I know the answer. And I guarantee you people were lined up as far oh, as you could see yeah. to meet him. Oh, he's a celebrity. You see sure. him on TV doing his thing. He wins every year. Yeah. How many hot dogs did he eat this year? You I know? don't know. It was something crazy. How many I years in a row he won? Do you know? A bunch. A bunch. You know, Kobayashi, he beat Kobayashi, but then Kobayashi got suspended. <laughs> I still haven't seen the 30 for 30 about it. Have you got- can, can I tell you the Kobayashi, Mark, is it Mark Chestnut? Yeah. His name? No, that, that was that country singer. Yeah, it's Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. <laughs> I'm sorry. That Mother. that whole running thing is so funny to me. I mean, it really is interesting to me. I wish it wasn't gross trying to watch them. And, but, and- but the whole controversy is... To me, makes that interesting. The the Kobayashi fun. It's fun to say his name. Yeah, it is. And the <laughs> fact that now Chestnut is not like a huge guy, but Kobayashi is really skinny. I mean, just a little guy and can just tear up some food. That is funny. samurai. I just I'm like you. What, what's going on down here? <laughs> yeah, something ain't right. I mean, that just. I mean, when they dip in buns, stop, stop Greg. Greg. Every time you gross. say it, I want to throw up. Yeah, speaking I don't of that, even like my bun, like when you're putting ketchup and mustard like on bread. it, and the water comes either. out uh-huh. ahead of the stuff, you oh, know, and you get oh, it a little no. wet. Wet bread oh, out. Oh, it's okay. Just I'm, awful. Uh, and they're a, intentionally dunking it, the whole yeah. thing in water, letting it be like a so sponge. they can swallow it. Oh, y'all just gonna continue. Just keep it up. <laughs> you remember on the air? Y'all going to be cleaning I, something up no, here in a minute. No, I tried to eat that giant sandwich on the air. Oh, yeah. You remember that? It like killed me. But you wasn't being timed. Well, I had 10 Stop minutes to do it. Stop, Adler. Yeah, he was being timed. And he had well, a big thing of fries. He well, had I think I was out. against it, Yeah, I remember right. Well, I mean, look, let me just say this. If you ever have a lunch with one Greg Burgess or Rick, you better hurry up and eat because they're going to be done by the t- You're you know, all we, over I mean, that. it's not like an eating contest, no, but my enough. gracious Listen, alive. Amanda gets on me all the time and says, hey, you need to slow down. You're eating too fast. When I eat with Greg, I can't, I'm not halfway done when he's yeah, finished. I do eat fast. I know. Well, I we, just cut know, my food and we he's don't like get, done. We don't get all the taste out of it because we don't chew it enough. I know. It's down and I've even hatch, tried to make you know? myself, pace myself. I know. Was well, it 30, I was kid, what are you supposed to do, 32 times something or something? Like that. When I was a kid, Rick would try always that. try to steal my food, so I had to eat fast <laughs> growing up. So I, 32 I had, times I had, a lot. A, kind of a tubby brother. He was going to get my food. Yeah. He was kind of big. He pushed yeah. himself. So I'd, I'd scarf well, it down. So I would like in the break for y'all to chew something 32 times. I want to see what That's tough. Like. Right. I don't no. think I could chew gum 32 times. <laughs> Folks, <laughs> avoid the eating competitions, please. <laughs> it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes after the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being along with us today. And um, we are Rickless today as Rick is carrying his son to college. 
Brody is uh, his youngest. We'll start today. It's also Sherry's birthday, so I know the Burgesses are having a big day. Yep. Uh, we're going to go to the phones here. 866-WE-BE-BIG for our first phone segment of the day. 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll get those screened up. And, uh, Speedy, you said you already had an update yeah. on uh, some of the lines there of bringing the kids into school. Yes. Um, a good friend of the show just sent us a video of the car line uh, for the dorm move-in, and he said, oh, Rick is probably going to have some stories tomorrow. Um, and it's on, it's on a text message, so uh, unfortunately I'm not hooked up to Adler, but um, this is the audio of – of him listening to the show a few minutes ago and the line and and how long the line is. And he's driving, and the line is just – you can see the line forever uh, of oh trying my. to get into Auburn. And, I mean, the line – I mean, look. Look how long the two-lane is, and the line is just goes forever. So uh, yeah, that back. is what Rick's looking at. So I hope Rick's in front of that. <laughs> hey, back, and he's hey, not behind That's a lot of cars. Oh, it's, it's not a little. It's a lot. They're backed Goodness. up to Childersburg. No, they like. really are. It looks I'll like. be honest. I thought we were exaggerating all that yesterday yeah. a little uh-uh. bit uh-uh. just for Rick. That's bad. Yeah. They say the afternoon one is not that as bad, but the morning one, yeah, I, I mean, he was riding down the road, and the, you can see the two-lane. It just goes on forever, and all you see is cars. Mm-hmm. So Eight, good luck with that, Rick. Yeah, let us know how that's going. Eight six six, we be big is the number. Now is the time to call Speedy. Let's start with Joe in Madison. He right. says he is a competitive eater. Uh uh-uh. uh Okay, Joe, go ahead. Uh, no, I'm not a competitive eater. I'm. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, I'm Bunky Grass and Green Acres. Oh, well, thank you very much, buddy. I got it. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> uh-uh. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was just wondering if you guys have heard of a guy, a competitive eater. Uh, it's got videos on YouTube. Randy Santel, that no. guy is unbelievable. Hmm. Don't know him. Well, now what? What does he specialize in? Yeah. What's, what's his, his What's his discipline? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not a uh, he's not a real quick eater like you know the thirty second things. He does like the thirty minute or hour competitive eating, and it's just these unbelievable food challenges that he does. So oh, he, he, he's like saying. a long distance runner. He's not a sprinter. He goes for a mount. Right. Yeah. I think he's like he's, the Kenyans. Yeah, but, I'm but, looking <laughs> here. He's a uh, professional eater slash bodybuilder. Oh, that's well. That's yeah. That's right. That's no, interesting. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. So, and Greg, you're saying in this competitive eating world, some of the some of the eaters they've got specialties. Like, all right, I'm really good at this food. I'm yeah. I'm good I'm at wings. wings. Yeah, a lot I'm of good. them do multi. Uh huh. But yeah, yeah. I'm good. At, I'm good at popcorn shrimp. Oh, yeah. that's my specialty. Oh, right. yeah. Is it? Yeah. No, we're not talking about speed. We're talking about volume. I'd Both. Like, oh, how about a crystal on it? Nah, yeah, I yeah. I, I do I, like. I, I mean, that's like, the last I time you had. I a could crystal. scarf a lot of them. Been a while. Yeah. Well, they're Betty, not really good. I Betty just made it. chicken and dumplings last night, and I was going to be real disciplined and just have Did one, you one serving. Yeah. I bet that worked up, out. Ended up going back for seconds, and then just like one or two little bites for a third, oh, just to like top two and a half. Man. It was it was ridiculous. Two and a quarter, part, but yeah. it was too good. I couldn't quit. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Hash Brown Hero on the phone screening you up. Um, William in Fort Payne. It's funny you brought up crystals. He wants to talk about that. William, go ahead. Yeah, uh, me and some buddies argue on this all the time. I, I think crystals are just disgusting because I feel like the bunch same thing as dunking it in a glass of water. It I is a little. It's a little wet. You're right. It is. Is that all you got? 
Was, okay. it, was there a there question there? Or I, well, we it? lost him. I'm not sure. Yeah, the, I, I like I, the little mini chicken, uh, fried chicken they have on those buns because yeah. the, the fried chicken, you get the crunch out of that, and it yeah. makes the bun not so. What about a chili cheese pup? <laughs> oh, like that too. That sounds rough. I tell you what, I might, sounds good, but sounds rough. I could, I might could competitive eat those buffalo wild wings mini corn dog things. Yeah, what are they called? Oh yeah, yeah. Is that mini, mini corn? Dog? Is that what you call them? They call them mini know. corn dogs. Well, so I don't know if y'all have noticed when they, they bring them in. Is we, it really? We do so. competitively eat them. We, yeah, I mean, we do. I, th- I we think we plow through a bucket of those things. Yeah, we wear them out. Richard in Childersburg is next at eight six six. We be big. Richard, go ahead. Hey Bubba, I want to challenge you to a ding dong eating contest. <laughs> well, well, there it is. As I, I said, know. I don't, I don't competitively eat anything. Right, especially now I go have a meal cakes. with you and socialize. <laughs> right, I can't remember the last time I had a ding dong. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah I, that I was a great was, snack. I never I was. was a big ding dong eater. I'm no. more, I went Twinkie. I'm anti that myself. I'm yeah. Nutty Buddy Bar. Oh, good stuff. Add peanut butter to it a little bit. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. At the old hunting camp, ain't nothing better. Hey. Let's go to Grace. Grace, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Y'all what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all need to Grace above 10 years old. Grace, go ahead. It's 12. Grace. Tracy. 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 Oh, that's why. Okay. Come on, Hash Brown. Tracy. Hey, it's tough in there. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Tracy. Tracy. So... What do you eat with your chicken and dumplings? Because my husband thinks baked beans are the best with chicken and dumplings. Ooh, that's a good man. Well, I'll say, I'll I'll say last that. night we had what Ooh, we call a, a crock, crock pot special, and uh, it was just chicken and dumpling. There wasn't any extra on the yeah, side yeah. stuff. So, uh, But look <laughs> – it was it, all you any, needed. Yeah, any meal, if you throw baked beans on it, that, there's uh, nothing wrong with that. But, but you're right, you make a point. I don't think I've ever eaten uh, chicken and dumplings with a side. No, I haven't. I can't I, remember I doing it, but when she said that, it sounded good. Well, you know, it's worth it? trying. How about some pinos with it? No, I don't do that. Uh-uh. You don't like pinos? No. Mm. no. Uh, let's go to uh, Jonathan like calling from the lovely town of Moody. Jonathan, go ahead. Hey, guys, I did the, the moon painting contest at Tanny Hill. And uh, Governor Robert Bentley was there at the table with me, and my pastor was next to me. And uh, during the contest, my pastor turned and puked and crawled away on his hands and knees. <laughs> Got a little bit on my shoulder. But Governor Governor Bentley only ate a, about a quarter to a half of a moon pie. It was so shameful. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" But uh, I won the contest and got a hundred bucks. By the way, happy birthday, Sherry. Okay, there I'm going to tell you, the is. moon Thank pie you, is hard to swallow. Yeah, it is. Hard. Y'all, y'all yeah. are playing with danger <clears throat> yeah, on this that, food eating that, thing. That moon pie, you don't need to do that. Because they're dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we need to, we need to hear be a little Governor Bentley was there. <laughs> I guess he didn't have anything else to do. Yeah. yeah. He's been yeah. Well, he was out demoted promoting. to moon pie eater. Uh, let's, go to, uh, <laughs> let's go to Todd oh, in <laughs> Birmingham. Todd, go ahead. Hey, man, uh, how, many hot, how many hot wings did that guy end up eating in Atlanta? I don't know. When Chestnut was there? I, I, you know, I never did see the follow-up on Come on, that. Greg, we that's your a, world, we buddy. Had a story. Didn't we say something about it the I next just, day? I, not no, the next day. We thought we promoted him doing it, but no update. Todd, we'll I, look We can probably look it up. Yeah, yeah. It, it was whatever. We all were pretty much on the prediction. It was yeah. like 250 or something like that. Yeah. I remember seeing the story. Let's go to 413. Wow. That's Hello, a lot of wings, guys. I His insides have got to be just something yeah. weird. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Jackson in Joppa. Jackson, go ahead. Man, 
Man, man, man. That's not what hey. we do. I've always wanted to do that. I don't even know what it means. It's good, cool. though. You did a good job uh, of it, Jackson. Thank you. Uh, have y'all ever put a moon pie in the microwave? You know, I haven't. Mm-mm. What What does you it do? Put a moon, well, for one, it softens explodes, it up. Like in a good way. The chocolate melts, the yeah. marshmallow runs Ooh. over. Yeah. But it turns in from a hunting snack to a five-star dessert. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to Eat it with a fork. Uh. Oh, I bet that yeah. is. Yeah. Come on. So it gets to bubbling and just kind of comes yes. apart. And yeah. That's exactly right. Okay. Y'all do it. I mean, I'm getting hungry again. I am right too. now, just talking about it. Thank I like a moon pie. Let's go to Stoney in Fayette. Stoney, go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, there's a girl on YouTube. Her name is Molly Shuler. I don't know if y'all heard of her, but uh, she eats three 72-ounce steaks, salads, <laughs> uh, potatoes, rolls, everything in 20 minutes. What? That yeah, can't... it's on YouTube. Molly Shuler. Just Molly Shuler. Girl, girl eats three 72-ounce steaks, and they'll be right there. That's now, disgusting. It's, it's unreal. 127-pound woman, too. She's not big. How, don't think like Kobe Ashi. How big is she? There oh. she is. You figured it'd be big. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, she's, no, she's, look, at her, look at her tearing it up. She's, don't eating, think she's, it, no, she's eating it like a caveman. Yeah, she I was going to say, no, no fork there. Guys, yeah, this not. says she she's had 501 wings in 30-minute setting. Oh, man, she, yeah, she's a thing. That doesn't even make where sense. Where does it go? That just can't be good for you. It can't be. No, right? it can't. No way. Gosh. She's right, the wing uh, bowl champion. Look, I like a steak as much as anybody. Let's get one more, Speedy, right. uh, quickly. Chris, go ahead. Y'all ain't going to say nothing about the way that Greg says pinto beans. Pinos. Is it saying pinto? Pinto? Yeah, well, we're just used to yeah. him saying that way. We, didn't, we don't even think twice You got about a problem it with that, pal? <laughs> I mean, you, what, you say cornbread, too? I might. <laughs> <laughs> I know this, Chris. You don't want to be around him when he's had pen. No, 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 no. We got another word for it then. Well, yeah. (laughs) Boy, don't you know Joey Chestnut can talk off. Oh. So we're the 10 year olds. Imagine being that up. I know. Imagine having a ride home with him, Bob, after one of them contests. You got to drive him home. No, I I think not. 16 minutes after the hour, it's the Rick and Bubba Show. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes after the hour, of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for tuning in. We do appreciate it. And, uh, Speedy, we, we have a very special guest here yes, on the show this we morning. we do. You know, you never know here on the Rick and Bubba Show. We had <laughs> uh, a lot of talk early. We talked the economy. We had uh, Frank Caliendo call in. We didn't, yeah. didn't expect that. And now we have a very special guest, someone who I get a lot of requests to have on the show, and that is my lovely wife of 30 years, Betty Lou. Oh, boy. But, Betty Lou. But I'm, I'm kind of in trouble this morning. How are you, babe? I'm good. How are y'all? <laughs> We're good. You, uh, you know, this day didn't start real good for us, did it? No. I mean, I'm drinking. It's probably 3.45 in the morning, like that. So I'm sure I was in REM, or I hope I was anyway. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the alarm clock wakes me up. Uh-oh. And we had discussed. Bill said, what are you doing tomorrow? You know, Rick's not there. It would be a good time if you want to come in or whatever. I said, well, I'm busy. You know, I can't come tomorrow. 
sorry. <laughs> and um, so anyway, I wake up to this sound or whatever, this shot from a dream, and I said, he did it on purpose. You're <laughs> trying to make me go in. <laughs> Listen, I, I got up. I got up slightly before the alarm this morning. And forgot to turn it off. And I thought, no, I thought I had cut it off. I've done that. I thought I'd yeah. cut it off. But, you know, it's it's one of those push where you push yeah. the button on off. Mm-hmm. So you think you got it off. Mm-hmm. And I go on into the bathroom. I start getting ready, and I hear Betty yelling. Uh-oh. And, I, and then as I get closer to the bathroom door, I hear the alarm clock going off. And I thought, oh, oh it was a trick. No. It was a trick. And I open the door to run in there and cut it off, and she's saying, you did this on purpose. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Betty, you know I wouldn't do it. I, I don't think I've ever woken you up out of malice. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But every now and then, you know, he wants me to be the joy to his regis or something over there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're already my joy, my love. Oh, okay. well, Easy. Well, Family down, show. Tiger. Yeah, wait a minute. Anniversary's already passed. <laughs> <laughs> How about 30 years, huh? I know. Wow. That's a uh, Anyway, happy birthday, Sherry, by the way. Her, yeah. My That's... mom's birthday was this week, too. Happy birthday, Mom. So all the holidays are out yeah. of the way. But anyway. <laughs> and you're visiting your mom today. Tell her I said hello. I will, I will, in the big Jacksonville, Alabama. But um, hello, Jack State. Yeah, that, here we go. Go Gamecocks. Go Gamecocks. Fear the beat. You know, uh, Betty. Um, normally, if like if Rick is out and it's Bubba Rama, I do remember you coming in. I think one of the last times you came in and and, and did segments with us. You remember you had a top ten list. Uh, I think that made a best yeah. of moment. I mean, you wrote your oh, own little top ten list. Everything. I wish that. I thought y'all were going to call me to weigh in on the economy this morning, and then nobody ever called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about the stock market, don't you? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm the expert on that. I'd even been on Amazon already <laughs> <laughs> before y'all even started talking about it. As a matter of fact, Betty does subscribe to the theory I was talking about. She doesn't just, she just won't participate in a recession. Yeah, this keeps She's, she's going to work yeah. to keep the economy moving That's at right. all times. Do your part, Betty. That's right. You got to keep it moving. You got to keep the money moving because you know who. If I don't, who's going to do it? You know. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Baby, that's a great, yeah. great attitude to have, I huh? Mean, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. But it's a tough anyway, job. Anyway, and I couldn't weigh in on professional eating either. I don't guess. So anyway, uh, little... although who was the <laughs> professional eater slash bodybuilder? I have never seen that. Yeah, before. I hadn't no. seen that one yet. But it, well, didn't it we sounds see? Pretty impressive. Didn't we see one of those guys on Wife Swap that did that? Watch out! Excuse me. I think the wife swap was a bodybuilder wife that went to live with a professional eating husband. Oh, right. Okay. So, it, yeah, they try to set up these Oh, yeah. Things y'all watch on TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah. That wife swap show. was a weird one. I've watched it. Yeah, it's yeah. very good. Celebrity yeah. wife swap. You seen those? Oh, yeah. It's even it crazy. Oh, Oh yeah, what's the poor guy that had the motorcycle? Gary Busey and his yes, yeah, yes, whatever. Good grief! I remember but, his. It makes me clamor for yes. kickoff of football season. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so Betty, um, so when the show started, y'all had been married for five years, and here we are. Yep. I know, I know. Who would have thought? Yeah, you know? I, I remember. So, was it Hunter or Caitlin? I think it was Hunter. When you when when y'all had Hunter, you wanted me to get a frosty from Wendy's to bring to you. Yeah, that was Hunter. Oh, that was both, I both. But I, I remember I was covering doing the show and trying to get there, and and then your one request was, I want a Frosty from Wendy's. They are good. Well, why? Yeah, because Don Juan brought one Yeah. with one of my kids. I can't remember. Maybe he was with you. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. 
Well, yeah. we we figured since you'd been in labor and gave birth, you deserved one. Well, sure, if you wanted. Yeah, it. that's you know, the we, least I can do. We try do. to make you happy. And there before at that you point. call, yes, I paid for it. But anyway, well, you had a coupon. I bet I did not. I did not. You had to buy one get one. <laughs> yeah, there was a twist to it. I can promise you that. Buy one get one. Yeah, but how's a uh, how how's a uh, how's pontoon life, Betty? Every time every I love y'all's pictures on the lake. Lake, you know, um, Frenchie loved it. Yeah, Frenchie. Yeah, Frenchie. I didn't. I'm, it's a good thing the boat's loud because I don't. I couldn't communicate that well. But anyway, yeah, I'm still yeah. To communicate with somebody that I can't talk the language, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. just all kept smiling, shaking smiling. her head, and then we Thumbs started pointing, pointing at his legs when they turned red. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, right. Oh, his sunburn. No, that was a mom fail on my part. I bless his heart. I didn't even think about him seeing Lily White up there on yeah. the front of the boat he's a pale little guy he is he is he really was yeah, yeah. Pasty, he was a lot of hours on the lake though those red those legs will get red oh listen at gilligan island is nothing on bill you know a three-hour tour is more like a 18-hour tour with well, bill. he's in there for the he long haul gilligan <laughs> he's in there for the long haul <laughs> and well, that's what we wanted betty you gotta admit though i tell people before we go out i ask them when do you need to be back and then I come back when they say they need to be back. <laughs> well, I just don't. Is there that many places to go? Oh, yeah. It's a big lake. Yeah. It's 38 oh, yeah. miles long. You got 720 yeah. miles of shoreline. <laughs> and I mean, you, you, you make a quick trip and cover 75 miles. You know? <laughs> a lot of. You go the. You, got your blinker on, Betty? <laughs> Turn left. What? You got your blinker on? I do. <laughs> I thought you pulled over. Can you hear it? Yeah, no, she's hands free. Over when you called me, getting gas, and then I yeah. decided I better make up some time and get on the road here. But I'm in the right hand lane, going slow. It's all good. There I'm you go. Speed. Hands free. You're good. You're good. Hands free. Yes, I'm legal. That's <laughs> anyway. Well, we we certainly are missing you already today, Beth. Well, I wish I could have been there. If I'd have planned a little better, I'd have said no. Well, Nobody let me know. Well, know. we got well. you. We got you to call in though. Well, that's, you woke up good. early enough. I yeah. mean, yeah. Well, I, yeah, yeah, you got that going. Anyway, if I had known, though, Betty, I'm done sorry. Another top ten, you know, maybe for anniversary week. Or yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Rick and Bubba. Red Bull in my hands Feels like I got wings Loud of people in my face But I can't hear a thing It's like my head's up in the clouds Head's up in the clouds And I ain't coming down no. Oh, good morning, Mr. Allen Just turn the music down Just let me get lost I swear that I'ma lose it If somebody turns it off What are you, out your mind? You must be out your mind Just turn the music off You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. 35 minutes after the hour, it is The Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being a part of it. Rick is away today at college getting his youngest son settled in. And uh, we uh, we obviously support him doing that. And uh, we've had various reports on the traffic. We heard the traffic was going to be difficult. Yes. Uh, it's also Sherry's birthday today. So I know the Burgesses are having big fun. We'll get a full report on that tomorrow. And, uh, Speedy, we hope that everyone had a great night's sleep. Right. And if you didn't, there may be a reason. Right. Or it could be that your husband woke you up with his alarm. Right. I, I don't off. know. but right. And then you get blamed for trying to wake your wife up when you right. really didn't mean to. But it also could be your pillow. I mean, we all know that, right? Well, my pillow is here to help uh, Mike Lindell and his associates uh, 
Um, we're talking with SSI and our syndication partners last week about how this audience right here, you that is watching and listening, how it's changed my pillows company and how y'all have uh, supported them. And they're, they're taking specials right now and taking them to another level. Right now, when you go to MyPillow.com, what you're going to do is you're going to find in the right uh, portion of the homepage an area called uh, Radio Specials. What I want you to do is click on that and then use promo code Bubba, and you're going to get an absolute great price, uh, really the best available anywhere at MyPillow.com. Click Radio Specials, use promo code Bubba. For example, right now, uh, you can get deep, uh, deep discounts on all types of MyPillows, uh, their unique mattress topper, the Giza Dream uh, bed sheets, uh, their absolutely outstanding body pillow, uh, that will cradle you all night long, Bubba, just for twenty nine ninety nine with promo code Bubba. And folks, it's regularly as eighty nine ninety nine on sale right now for twenty nine ninety nine. That's a savings of sixty dollars. Remember, it's mypillow.com and then you're gonna look for the radio special uh, there on the right side of the home page and then use promo code Bubba. Uh, it plus two. You, what what I love about my pillow products, it comes with a sixty day money back guarantee plus ten year warranty. So go to mypillow.com, click on the new radio specials, use promo code Bubba for special savings on any or all of their items listed, and there's a lot to choose from. Or you can go to rickandbubba.com and look under the sponsors button. And Speedy, just a quick programming note. Uh, we usually, you know, we usually do these in the promos after the show, but I'm very excited. An old friend of the show, we haven't had him on in a while, John Morgan, is scheduled to be here tomorrow. The he Raging is. Cajun. He is. So we're pumped about that. That's right. He's headed to the Star Dome, which is a great room. I mean, one of the best in the country, and uh, he'll actually be joining us tomorrow. He's scheduled to appear. And I want to tell you, I mean, I'm proud of the staff. Yes, I am. We too. had Betty on just the last segment, and during the break, we talked about as a staff that nobody brought up the fact of your healthy eating since yeah. you uh, since you're, you're the heart scare and, and your procedure. Yeah. Well, it hasn't been as healthy as it needs to right, be. Right, right. That's but one I, reason we didn't know, bring it up. Well, yeah. there's that, but, I mean, the topic didn't even come up. Yeah. And well, we call it death by fork. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Forget snakes, ticks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just go to the kitchen. Yeah, I'm trying to get off the high wire of the heart act, uh, for sure. <laughs> but uh, that, that I have not made as much uh, headway in that as I'd like to. But, he, uh, but Betty's Betty trying. have discussed that quite a bit lately, so... <laughs> No, she look. Betty is in great shape too. She works out. She eats right. I mean, she is. I mean, she's a pearl. You know. Oh yeah. And I, I'm not following suit. I well, need, I need to get on it. But you're trying with your healthy eating. Uh, wink. See, see, I'm looking at you. Well, I noticed your uh, your pickleball paddle came in yesterday, so that's oh, a good start. Oh pickleball. yeah, it's time, baby. Yeah, you know, I guess I was uh, pickleball. I was, I was expecting that to have a little different texture to it, but it still kind of. Feels like a wooden board, but it's a it's some kind of that some was, other stuff. You still got to bend it? over and get it. It's it's supposed to be some fancy paddle. I thought it might be a lot better, but I can't, I, I can't really sense that just looking at it. <laughs> Is the tennis community a mad, community mad at you? I mean, you no, actually I, ordered a pickleball paddle. Well, I just I didn't know if the I didn't like the feel of those wood paddles we had the yeah. other day, and I thought you know in ping pong paddles, it's a big difference. Some there of is. them, yeah, you know, you get some with a little more bite to them, and yeah. you a little more spin. I thought, well, this might be better, but I. It just feels like kind of a plastic version of what we had the other day. I don't know. But, boy, I, hey, listen, I'd like to thank you all. The pickleball people are wearing me out right now. Well, thank you all. Bubba, you just bought a paddle. I know. Yeah. Well, I you're know. in now. Yeah, well, I'm going to try to do Pickle something. Me. i got to do something to move around a little bit. No, that, game's perfect for you, stuff. Bubba. Oh, yeah. That's what, what we keep hearing. That's yeah, I've heard doing. that a thousand times. Right. How you going to love You it? must be able to play it from a recliner. <laughs> <laughs> now, that would be all right. right. 
In other news, you brought it up earlier, uh, probably one of the more emailed uh, Number story one text I had yesterday by far. NASA giving away an Apollo-era Saturn rocket to anyone who can carry it out. All right. Now, Speedy, this how do you, is... Uh, how do you put, hook that up to your th- tailgate? This is called Crane Works. This is from wow. NASA's Marshall Space Flight Center in Huntsville. Right. It has accessed a Saturn One Block 1 booster, which was part of the Saturn rocket, and the space organization is looking for a good home for it. So they got an extra one. Don't know what to do with it. Now, you, this, uh, this is not is. the full Saturn V now, like they have standing up at the Space and Rocket Center. Okay, well, yeah. But it is, it is the... Service mo- the command module where the astronauts were, like the, the escape tower that's on it, mm-hmm. the service module. You have the compartment where the lunar module went, you know, yeah. and, and blew out when they docked with it. They have the third stage. And so the top part of the rocket's the same, but you, the bottom part is what they call the Saturn 1B booster. It's what they yeah. used to test the early versions of it okay. on. Calm down. But uh, we got a spare here. And I'm telling you, I think that thing would look great in I, my yard. I, I do would, think we're missing an opportunity as a show. Yeah, I mean. If I could get it in my yard and set that baby up, I don't know. Does it say how long it is, how high it Here's Here's what. I, I'd like to take it a step it's further be, if you don't It's got to be 300 foot if it's anything. Oh, it's no, not, so, not probably not. Probably about 200. Maybe, so we call the folks at Crane Works. They said it's in mint condition. And we say, here's for, what we want. For anything. Thing metal from the 1960s has been outside. It's that's pretty good. Yeah. And then Consider. we talk to management here at the city center. Yeah. And you know how the reader board's out there, and for some reason we can't get our name on it, no, uh, and, right. and it's yeah. tough for well, directions. But well, well, uh, picture this. I think I got to the bottom of that one. I'll okay. tell you all later. Picture this. <laughs> we put that rocket at the entrance, oh, shooting yeah. straight up, mm-hmm. and we just say, get on the inter- get on the highway. Uh, 31 Montgomery Highway and look for the rocket. When and, you see and a turn big rocket, you know, that's huh? us. We I, put the rocket right there. I agree. Because, and look, the, the, the place where this show is, the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, some people call it the Vestavia City Center. Right. But, you know, it, sometimes it's confusing because it it's, actually, it really three, it's mm-hmm. actually three shopping centers kind of, you know, together. Yeah, right. With a movie and, theater. Yeah, and so you know when we tell we try to tell somebody where to go, we say, "Well, look for the flagpole, or go where mm-hmm. Moe's, or something." Yeah. It would be so much easier if you said, "Look for the giant rocket." Yeah, oh, I mean that, that's no way you yeah. mess. You know up. what I mean? There's no way you mess up. Look right. for the giant rocket. All you got to do is just get off the right exit, and you're going to find us. And I think now, I think we got the people to get it here. We do, and and I think we just apologize. I don't even know if we ask. I, I think speedy, we I just think on this one you have to ask. Oh, really? getting, getting it here and installing it are yeah. way too different. Since, right. it's, since it's going to block an interstate when you're moving it in, you're probably yeah. going to have to ask on this one. Well, uh, we can there might be do... a few permits involved. Yeah, but I'm just saying, we think about but it. We put about that this? thing right out there. I know, but let me tell you this, y'all. Well, you that put that, that, you put that, that baby out there and you ground it good. Nobody in Vestavia ever gets hit by lightning because yeah. it will suck it all of it right out of the air. See, never again will there be a power surge in Vestavia. Huh? Darling, there's a rocket by Rick and Bubba. <laughs> Let's take the kiddos. Hey, it is a big one, too. It is. That that B-1, uh, the Saturn uh, 1B booster, Watch even it. though it was uh, you know, one of the early ones that they tested with, I mean, that thing is massive. Look, you, just look. Do look, you want me to text management? You, look at here the nozzles. Can't you just get the capsule that the... That the astronauts were in. Well, can't that would can't be you just get thing. it. Well, if I could get that and the service module, I just I'd put it up as a shooting house. Well, let's oh, find somebody's yeah. field. Ooh, let's find what? somebody's field to put it in, you and know, then we can take the parts however we want to. It, what, I would love to have a lunar module as a shooting house at a hunting camp. I That'd think that good. would be the. You talking yeah. about tying hunting and oh. love of space together? Hey, I'm going to and module field. 
I'm going I'm going to Saturn one rocket field. I'm going to Tranquility Base. Where y'all going? See, that would be so cool. That is awesome. All right, so I'm calling management here at the city center. Um, How should I ask them, can we put a rocket at the entrance? What should I ask? Well, the fact that they wouldn't let us put Big Boy out here. That's coming, I think. Good point. That's a process. They just had to redo the whole place. Well, it's not. You got the people who own the facility, but then you also have zoning rules you got to work Yeah, Yeah. silly zoning rules. And, you know, they're they're pretty strict here. I think think Uh, this city, though, would welcome rocket. I would love to be I know what we can do. Council meeting and see somebody come to the microphone and ask permission to put a rocket at it. I've got it. I've got it. In this city, in this city, we have a battle between a country club and a school. Ooh, it still hasn't been resolved. Let's put the rocket in between them. That way, kids don't get hit with golf balls. We don't want we don't want the rocket to be hammered with golf balls. Rocket can hold up the net that everybody's saying so expensive to buy. Right? (laughs) Y'all would not believe the conversations, comments, and things that are out there going on in this community about that situation. We have a well, it's it's almost embarrassing. They uh, they say the cost on this is around two hundred fifty thousand to move it. That's what they're estimating. Okay. Well, it becomes it becomes the people's rocket. Drop in the bucket for you. Meal right there. The people's rocket. Everybody <laughs> give a dollar. Eight six six. We be big when we come back. Rick and Bubba. Fifty-one minutes after the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, we are back. The number eight six six. We be big. We're going to the phones here. And Speedy, if you will be so kind, you can punch up. Uh, let's start with Johnny in uh, L.A. Johnny Ringo has a question. <laughs> What's up, Johnny? Got a question for you, Bubba. Okay. Mm. All right. Hypothetical. Let's say uh, Washington, Oregon, and California. Seceded from the union. Yes. Okay. Yes. And Trump took the army, started at Seattle, and burned his way all the way to San Diego. <laughs> wow. Right. With uh, maybe forty or fifty thousand casualties. My right. question would be: Would they put a at some point a statue? I mean, a memorial of Trump, maybe beside the Lincoln Memorial. Or saving the union. What do you think about that? Yeah, well, Johnny, I know where you're going with this, and I'm I'm certainly not an expert on the Civil War or what we would call the uncivil war in this case, uh, the failed battle for independence for the Southern states, and it's it's a very controversial and emotional topic uh, for a lot of people for a lot of reasons. So you, you, it's really hard to have a honest discussion about it because people do get so been out of shape uh, primarily around the slavery issue of it, which was terrible and should have never have happened. But if, if you look at that, if you look at that uh, unsuccessful attempt for independence, um, th- there's a lot of problems with it. Um, one, and I, I've talked to several people about this, I always found it strange that after the Civil War was over, they didn't line up all the people who were responsible for it and shoot them with a firing squad, okay? Yeah. Well, I think they wanted to do that, but when they started looking at the legality of it, they had a problem because when the states joined the union, they had the right to leave the union. So 
if you technically look at it from a, a legality standpoint, I mean, Lee, who was responsible for the death of many American soldiers on the battlefield, was not punished. He went on to be president of the university. Uh, the so-called president of the Confederacy, they locked him up for a few months and had to let him out. They, they really couldn't hold him. They didn't have the, the legal standing to do so. So, you know, it, it's a very touchy subject, but um, I understand what you're saying. And uh, it was uh, it was a very difficult time. It was it was one of those situations where uh, we really shredded the Constitution, and we still reap some of the benefits from that today. Now, again, I don't think slavery should have happened. It, I'm glad that it ended. Uh, I'm glad that people finally, with conscience, stood up and said this is wrong. It shouldn't be that way. That that's not what this country was founded on. It's it's in our Constitution. So. That uh, that corrected that, but um, the way a lot of it went about was wrong, and certainly uh, some of the war crimes that were committed by the U.S. soldiers against the South is still some of the reason for the bitterness today. So anyway, I hope that answered your question somewhat in as short amount of time as we could on this. Uh, let's go to Andy in Athens. Andy, what's up? Hey, uh I'm actually moving down to Auburn today for college, and I wanted to give a shout out to Rick and Brody. Huh. Okay, so, so you're you're headed you, there now. Where are you in line at, Andy? <laughs> uh, I'm actually. We just drove over Coosa River. We're on 280. Okay. Okay. Well, you're the end of the line. You're going to see it here in just a minute. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you have an afternoon check in, or or is it in a few? Eleven o'clock. Eleven o'clock. Oh, yeah, oh, I'm gonna boy. I'm gonna say code name for that is about one thirty. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I hope you packed a lunch. Well, we can find something. Yeah, just don't yeah. approach the line with a quarter of a tank. Yeah, I'd fill up with gas and be sure you have some crackers in the car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and congratulations on uh, getting in and moving in today. Uh, let's see, uh, Bubba. I think we got Austin here yeah, in Austin, Oak, Grove. Oak Grove. Go ahead. Hey guys, how y'all doing? We're very good. Uh, I want to talk to y'all about the uh, the Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, and Mike Trout contracts. You know, we always talk about the economy and how we're you know this much in debt, billions of dollars in debt. People still on food stamps, middle class. How do we validate a billion dollars being paid to three individuals over the next couple of years? You know, it's, that's hard to fathom a billion dollars just for a couple of individuals just to play baseball. What do y'all guys think about that? Well, Austin, that, he, here's the thing: it's it's a free market situation, yeah, and I, I don't know where you work. Where, what do you do, Austin? Austin, you got to cut your radio down. Yeah, wait, wait, he just going. wanted to hear himself ask the question. Uh, Austin, yeah. I'll, I'll try to to answer that. Then, Sorry, Austin, we're not going to be able to have a conversation about it. But look, this is a free market situation, and if these teams feel like that that is a good investment to put. Uh, you know, people in the stands because they're going to have winning teams. I don't have a problem with it. I say more power to I them. I think it's fantastic. That's what the market yeah. will bear. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that, exactly. I'm not saying it was a wise move we'll or an unwise move, but the, the people who run that business think it's a good move. That's why they offered it. So, um, you know, you, you pay their contracts when you go to the games, when you watch uh, Major League Baseball on TV, when you go to websites and see the scores and all that, all that uh, – you know, formulates into fandom, which pays those salaries. So I don't have a problem with anybody being paid, uh, you know, whatever they can get for their services. I think right. that's great. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, and I Mike Trout's case, he may be one of the greatest players we've ever seen play this game. And uh, and the other two, yet to, to we've yet to see it, but that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. You know mm-hmm. one of the sad things I think about Trout, because he plays on the West Coast, I know. we don't get to see no, him that right. much here. And I don't really know that much about him. I'm a casual baseball yeah. guy now. I don't follow it. I don't sit there every night and watch games. So – I just my time seeing him play is so limited, yeah. and then when I hear comments about what you just said, I think, man, I wish I could it's, see him it's play. Special man, um, no, it's special. and staying with baseball, you know, former uh, Reds and now Cleveland Indians, uh, Puig, he has now uh, become an American citizen. Bubba, you know, he was in right. the news here recently right. for the fight. He's the one that licks his bat and is a little out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, you know, he talked about how he escaped Cuba to come to the U.S. And for the first time when he takes the field as a Cleveland Indian, he will be an American citizen. He went, he went through the process. Didn't he float over here on a tire? I think, well, I mean, the way you said that, I think I don't think everybody's the, laughing. But logistics were quite like that, but close. Right. He yeah. was probably one of those on the traveling team and then defected where they were. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them. He, he tried to get to Mexico from Cuba, uh, and the route to get him here took him through Mexican gangs and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, it's a, a pretty interesting read. Fox News has a story on it today, but just uh, the fact that he, he went through the process to become an American citizen, he's very proud of that, and, and – uh, you know, that's some baseball yep. news there. What do you think about his salary? Is that fair? <laughs> well, look, I, I look. I, I think there's. It's one thing I know in the entertainment business. You'll a lot of times get paid uh, less than you're worth, but very rarely do you get paid more than yeah. you're worth. Yeah, I mean, it, um, it all has to work out. And yeah. I, I don't know anybody that would that's doing their job if their boss came in and said, "Hey, I want to give you a raise." That they would go, "No, I don't want that." Yeah, right. I, 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 uh, I missed his point. Like I said, these these guys are not paying these people money to lose money. No, no, that means know. that that'll tell you how much they're making if they're yeah. paying them that. Look, much. I know it's the the numbers. You go, my gosh, that's outrageous. But you got to think about what they do. The number of games they perform, how they have to travel, their time away from – I mean, it all figures into it. But the bottom line is, do they put fans in the seats and do they put viewers on TV? That's the bottom That's line. That's it. We'll be right back. It's Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. What in the world are y'all doing? You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. It is Rick and Bubba. We're rickless today as he is at college settling in his youngest as he's uh, beginning that journey. Also Sherry's birthday today, so I know the Burgesses are having a big day. We'll hear all about it tomorrow. And until then, it's uh, your friend, Bill Bubba Bussy, Speedy. Across the way there, Greg Burgess to the far left and Helms to my immediate left. And uh, Adler's back there punching the buttons in the TV room. Yes, he is. And we are glad to have you along. We've had a lot going on today so far. Hmm. And uh, now we're going to check in with friend of the show, Todd Jones. He's former uh, all-star for the Major League Baseball, former Rollage Reliever of the Year. And we just like to call him friend. Todd, how are you doing, bro? Yeah, what's up, my friend? Hey, guys. How are you today? Todd, we're glad to hear from you. Uh, last time we heard from you, you had, after having, uh, what, a 14-year or so career in the major leagues without any major yeah. injuries, <laughs> you had fallen while walking, not running, but walking at a swimming pool, 
and pull both of your quad muscles loose, requiring surgery, and you were in a wheelchair trying to learn to walk again. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I sound like uh, I, I need my life alert, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <I> was, uh, <laughs> how did that sound? Yeah. That's what, That was recapping well, what you went through. Todd, how are you yeah. doing? Yeah, that was uh, that was Father's Day, and uh, <laughs> I, I I ruptured both my both my quad tendons and had to have surgery. And two, it was two months uh, last Tuesday, so I'm I'm feeling way way better. This uh, this surgery has been amazing, and the rehab down at down at St. Vincent's with Dr. Andrews' crew and Kevin Wilk and those guys down there oh, yeah. has just been has just been amazing. It it's been a fun, like a, like a learning process to go through. I don't want to ever have to do it again. I will say that, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's been a, it's been, it's been good. I'm up, I'm up walking. There's no more, there's no more crutches. There's no more, uh, wheelchairs. There's no more, uh, walkers. So I'm, uh, I'm at the process now <laughs> where I've got, I've got most of my range of motion. I'm still working on my range of motion. And now I can start to kind of try to build some strength back because, um, I'm still pretty, I'm still pretty weak. Like, like, like for instance, I can walk around the house, but I can't like go for a walk. Y'all know what I'm talking uh, about? Yeah. 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 Well, we've got the video of you uh, showing off there in, in one of your basement rooms there. I believe you have a Star Wars fighter there hanging yeah. from the roof. Oh yeah. Uh, well, it's the next wing and the final, final movie comes out in December. <laughs> so, uh, Fired up. I'm getting excited for that. <laughs> so Todd, when, when you, you say your quad muscles, that's, that's the, the front of your legs for those people that don't have to keep up with those names of muscles. But yeah, usually when you see knee surgery and all now, they do it with a scope and you just have a couple of holes. When you put out the pictures of your legs where they had had to cut you mm. down through mm. there, it, it, man, that was shocking. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that was a that was a that's a zipper about uh six inches long and, and it kinda looks exactly like the same type of uh incision for people that have had knee replacement. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they, they had to they had to get on top of my kneecap and mm. you know, screw uh, put screws into my kneecap on top mm-hmm. and bottom and, mm-hmm. and uh suture things in. But you know, the like the surgery has been amazing, but the rehab is the thing that, that yeah. that's that's really that's really been important. And, um, you know, that's things just worked out so good. So I'm, I just got lucky, man. It was a, it was a perfect time in my life for this thing to happen because the kids are gone and, uh, and it's just me and Michelle now. And, and, uh, we are, uh, we are empty nesters, so we don't have to shuffle getting kids to school back and forth and who's going to get up and things like that. So it was, it was a process and I'm, and I'm grateful that I got a chance to go through it, but it was a good time. And, good time in my life and i and i and i'm i'm just i'm just grateful that i was able to do it this way and it was just working perfect so far well you got kevin in charge of getting you better so i know you got one of the best <laughs> Todd, <laughs> let, gets let, after me, it. let me ask you one more thing about the surgery and then we'll, we'll move yeah. from that but when yeah. that come when you pop your that muscle did Bubba. it come loose on top of your knee it's not up on like your your hip side right it was on the knee side no 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 it's on it's at the bottom of my at the top of my kneecap, yeah, uh, all four of the muscles Stop. Uh, r- ripped off the top of my kneecap. Hey, hey Todd, that now. was a freak. Hey, that was a freak accident, right? I mean, you wasn't. And yes. even when I called you on the phone, I said, "Todd, yes. Todd, be honest. You're you're horse playing, right?" And you mm-hmm. said, "No, I was just walking." I didn't even. I didn't even have a cool story. Like I couldn't even <laughs> say, "Boy, you should have seen the other guy." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, right. There was there was none of that. I was I was. Like I said, I was at the hotel and it was raining. And I slipped around the pool and it just—it sounds silly, but uh, it, 
it's like if you walked on ice and you just lose your footing, and then for whatever reason, my my, my quads just kind of snapped. So. so when you've been laying on the table getting worked on, and and all these other guys are and and ladies are around you, uh, either current athletes or former athletes, do you go with this story, or have you come up with a better one? No, I have to go with this one, and, mm. and that's really what's interesting that I'm I'm rehabbing down there with. <laughs> I run into four four of the WWE wrestlers. Right. <laughs> I've run into uh, – there's a bunch of guys that are that are playing pro ball uh, in the minor leagues. Some, uh, one guy's in Japan. And then there's another guy who's on the Alabama Ballet okay. that blew his, blew his Achilles tendon. And if you're yeah. – seriously, if you're a ballet, and this guy is like – he's like five, four, five, six months out of, out of surgery, and, and he's just like an incredible ballet guy. And and he's he's wrecked his Achilles tendon. That that'd be like a pitcher blowing his elbow, or mm-hmm. or a football player blowing a knee, or something like that. But it's really cool to get to meet uh, all kind of different people <laughs> that are that are kind of going through the same type of thing. And and it's uh, it, it's an interesting process for sure. Well, the irony of you getting hurt walking around a pool after you yeah. had played in the major leagues as long as you did, and you're yeah. standing out there sixty foot from some of the most elite athletes in the world that can hit a baseball hundreds of miles an hour back at you yeah. and oh, and yeah. you and you went through that fine and then you walk around <laughs> yeah. the pool and it takes you down i mean that that's just, yeah. i mean you have to laugh at that almost right no i know it doesn't it doesn't make any sense because look i've had I, i've had line drives i've got a lot i've got a i've got a uh indention in my leg from when i got hit from a line drive uh, in college, even <laughs> and and uh, you know dodging all those all those bullets and comebackers and things like that, but uh, yeah, just man, this this real life stuff is 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 dangerous. I need a helmet or something. I, I, <laughs> Todd, I don't know with, what I need. with all those players that you faced, and and you're talking about some guys that really were big home run hitters, and some of them still play, and some of them going to be in the Hall of Fame. Who was the scariest one? You thought, man, I hope he doesn't he doesn't line drive me. Uh, well, there was, you know, there's, there's several of these guys. And, uh, there was, there was a guy, Jim, Jim Tomey, who's a hall of famer yeah. that went in as a, as a Cleveland Indian. He, he hit, he hit 600 home runs. Of course, Albert, Albert Pujols, yeah. Manny Ramirez, those, those David Ortiz, those, those type of guys. But I never, I, I was never, uh, it's not that I was, you know, not really ever scared about getting them out i'm like you i just didn't want to get a comebacker back at me because that's uh that's a scary process you can't do there's some there's some balls that are coming back at you that you just you're either going to get hit or you're not and there's there's nothing you can do about it yeah. todd helmsy here i'm, I'm love that you're love that you're getting better I, we had someone call in earlier and and so i want to ask this question anybody out there today that you either would prefer to face because they are so good, or maybe not not want to face them because they're so good. Yeah, that's a great question because I've actually thought about that some. I would enjoy. Uh, now I don't want to have to make a living and be accountable, sure, and, <laughs> and, and, and and like have to have to hinge my career on trying to get this guy out. I think it'd be kind of fun to face Mike Trout, no. uh, Aaron Judge, um, yeah, John Car- John Carlos Stanton, um, things like that. But, yeah. but uh, even the even the center fielder um, for the for the Braves, Okuna, looks like a yeah. Yeah. looks like a special player. But but there's there's really one player, in my opinion, that's playing today that actually separates himself from. I'm not really even sure I ever saw one like this guy. And 
and it appears to be Mike Trout. So I would, I would enjoy um, just kind of really having a chance to, to get some information, some analytics, and really try to break down his swing and just try to, try to get something out. But, but on a guy like that, I'm telling you the truth. When when we <laughs> faced Albert Pujols in his prime, yeah, when he was when he was the best player, there were there were discussions about hey try to do this maybe go down and away back up a breaking ball back, you know, and then there was one guy that was just say hey why don't we just throw a four seamer right down the middle and let him make a decision because those type of those type of hitters that 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 thankfully do not come around uh, very often. Uh, you just have to try to let them get themselves out. Yeah. But, but, I, I, was it Albert Pujols you tell the story on that y'all faced each other and y'all kind of smiled at each other? Was that is that the well, one? We we smiled at each other because he. Uh, I need to be in his. I need to be in his uh, speech for the Hall of Fame because hmm. he's. He's seven for eleven with four home runs. <laughs> <laughs> you built him up. All right, Todd, yeah, we're up, we're up against a break, and awesome. we want to we yep. want to hear the rest of this. Can you hang on just a minute? Yeah, sure. sure okay, sure. we'll come back. Todd Jones, former All Star, Roll Age Reliever of the Year. He's the answer to so many trivia questions when it has to do with the uh, Detroit Tigers. Uh, he will stay with us, and we may even take a few phone calls. Some of you may have some questions too. But Todd, thanks for joining us. We'll have him back next segment. You are listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Don't you touch that knob. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hello, I'm Todd Jones of the Detroit Tigers, and I always listen to my buddies Rick and Bubba. How old does that drop? That's really old. (laughs) I got you another one, too. Hello, this is Todd Jones of the Detroit Tigers, and if it really hadn't have been for Rick and Bubba's motivational speech when I was down in the dumps, when I was at my all-time low, I really don't know where I would have been, but I made it thanks to my sports therapist, Rick and Bubba. Thank you, Todd. Boy, that's you're being overly kind there, Todd. I tell you, Todd Jones is with us, uh, former All Star, former Roll Age Reliever of the Year, and as I said, the answer to many trivia questions when it comes to the Detroit Tigers. Todd, like, um, who, like who gave up the longest home run in Detroit Tigers history? <laughs> well, you, you you have a lot. Well, I mean, you're, you're that just there means you've thrown a ton of pitches. That's right. Yeah, you got that's some right. good. You got some yeah, in the good column too. So, Todd, we, we were up against the break, and I didn't want to run long because I wanted to hear your answer. Oh, this is a great story. Speedy, set that question up again. Oh, no, and you've told it. It's been a while on the show, but you just talked about how uh, Albert Pujols' numbers uh, versus you were, were in his favor for sure. And I think yeah. there was a situation or something uh, was coming up, and when he stepped in, he just kind of – y'all had a moment where y'all just – you were like, okay, I know what I'm up against. Well, it was actually yes, yeah, yeah. You're right, and and you know we were we were we're actually pretty good buddies. I mean, he this guy is one of those special guys, like a like a Derek Jeter or like that that just transcends time, and he understands what kind of person he is in the game, and he understands how much he means to everybody because he's just he's just a nice guy. He he's a he's a great player. He's a great person, and I'll tell you how. Grady is. We had a we had a family day one day when the Cardinals were in Detroit, and uh, and a family day means that all the all the kids get to wear their uniforms, come out on the field, and 
play wiffle ball or play baseball with the dads and, and, and the moms come and take pictures and moms can come and run the bases or whatever they want to do. But, uh, Albert came out and took pictures with all of our kids and like spent time with them as an opposing player that didn't have, didn't have to do anything. There was no batting practice. So those guys could, could, could sleep in, could come in later, but Albert got dressed in his uniform went out on our field and played wiffle ball with our, our kids. He's, <laughs> wow. a, he's, a wonder, he's a wonderful guy. So anyway, he's, he's one of these guys that will hit a home run off you and then like not do anything to try to embarrass you or anything. And then, and then like the next day he'll like try to console you. Like he'll come <laughs> up, hey, that was a great pitch. I got lucky. I don't understand. What <laughs> I'm like, Albert, man, come on. I mean, you know, you're, you're one of the greatest of all time. So anyway, so like – we're in the World Series. This was 2006, yeah. and, the, and the Tigers were playing the Cardinals. And, like, uh, the Cardinals were hitting some batting practice. We were coming off the field, and we kind of made eye contact. And he's like, hey, man, how you doing? And I'm like, I'm not talking to you this series. i got to try to get you out and all this stuff. And, and uh, you know, everybody – so it was a – it was a storyline. It's like, oh gosh, if the Cardinals are close, and he's he's you know he's seven for eleven off of off of Todd Jones with four homers and all this stuff, and uh, I faced him in Game Two of the World Series. Mm. And uh, how'd and, that go? <laughs> and I actually actually yeah, got yeah. him out. Actually got him out. So like the next day, so like he was he he was pulling off at first base after he had grounded out to end the inning and uh he he cut his eyes and looked back at me and I kind of waved at him cuz I and uh we <laughs> Take that buddy. Moment. So we had yeah yeah we had we had a Did you tell him you didn't know what happened Todd that that pitch just was unbelievable for you and you didn't, <laughs> no, you normally don't throw that kind of good pitch? Huh? I mean they were they were losing so he probably felt felt sure. bad for me and grounded right, out. Right, that's it. But but like the next day it's like uh, we were talking around the cage and he goes good job all this stuff he goes i go man i own you you're oh for your last one off <laughs> <laughs> but, but i never had to, so i never had to face him again and that and that was the way i wanted it to go there you but go he was, he's just a special man he's just a special guy and a lot of fun and and those type of hitters your mike trouts and aaron judges and those guys barry bonds and 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 albert pool has the those kind of guys just carry the torch, and what 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 makes baseball great is that this generation of player can compare themselves to the other generation of players, and always have that common bond that that always keeps baseball relevant. Todd, I know when you got out of baseball, you did a little coaching and and some things around the the Tigers with that, but you you recently started doing some broadcasting stuff, and uh, how, how's this injury set you back with all that? No, it hasn't. That hasn't really. That hasn't really bothered me. All I all, all I had the chance to do with with Detroit, I did some play by play in Atlanta because Kirk Gibson was under the weather, and and I and I just kind of filled in for him for the one day. And they asked me to maybe maybe get involved and do a little bit more next year. Uh, but but the problem is 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 uh, you know just getting up there and and uh, and having a chance to try to work it into a to a schedule that that makes sense for both of us because yeah. you know they they want you for you know a lot of games and I'm not you know I don't really know if I want to do that because I'm I'm old and you know <laughs> I'm stuff like that so I like to I like to travel and me and Michelle and and I'm in I'm in seminary uh online now and and uh, you know trying to pursue that type of thing so I just got to try to fit it into uh 
you know, what I've got going on now. But, but the Tigers have, have been great to me, and they're always including me and always wanting me to come back and things like that. And I'm so thankful for that because in the blink of an eye, a career is gone. But if you're able to, to connect with a, with a city that you played in and yelled out of a window through and things like that, you can, you can, uh, you can still have those, still kind of have those contacts, and, it, and it's great. Yeah. So, Todd, uh, you know, we we had talked about, you know, hanging out a little bit more after you retired, and I, I take full responsibility for not making that happen a little bit more. But, uh, you know, we're going to get together and watch a little football this fall, right? That's right. We can do it this year because uh, we have uh, we have uh, me and you and a, and a, and another buddy of ours, Scott Knoll, are, are uh, we have a suite up at Jacksonville State. We're going to be able to watch some football. There's what seven or eight home games this year for Jacksonville. State. Oh yeah, it's a great schedule. Great schedule. And uh, and the stadium. If you if you've never had a chance to go to Jacksonville State and take a look at their new facility with with the suites and and uh and everything that they've got going on up there the athletic director he's done a good job he really really has thanks todd rick and bubba rick and bubba Welcome back. It's the Rick and Bubba Show, 35 minutes after the hour. Speedy, who is sponsoring this part of the show? Bubba, this portion of the show brought to you by our friends at carshield.com. Nothing can ruin a day, Gregory, like the check engine light coming on. You know what I mean? Uh, that's why CarShield has got your back. Uh, they will take care of that for you, and uh, they do it in a really cool way. Uh, you know, you're not going to have to, you know, let it ruin your whole rest of the summer and 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 look at well how am i gonna get through the rest of the month uh when that check engine light comes on uh carshield.com will uh, go ahead and take it from there they make the process fixing your car for a cover repair super easy uh you can even use and this is what i like your favorite mechanic or dealership to do the work it's your choice and they provide 24 7 roadside assistance as well and a rental car while yours is being fixed at no additional charge that's free so if your car has 5,000 to 150,000 miles, it doesn't mean you have to pay those high repair bills. Don't let the, your check engine light ruin your life. Instead, go to uh, carshield.com for the ultimate in extended vehicle protection. Call 1-800-CAR-6000 or, uh, as I said, go to carshield.com. You want to mention promo code Bubba in both both cases, and that's going to save you 10%. Or you can find a link at rickandbubba.com. That's CarShield, proud to bring you the Rick and Bubba Show. We do appreciate it. Uh, we're going to take some calls next segment, 866-WE-BE-BIG. You might want to be getting in that mode now. A uh, couple of stories here. We do, and we've got a lot we didn't get to today, and I apologize. We're a little behind on our list here. But Red Lobster, their CEO, says they are not going to be serving plant-based seafood. Now, you know this new craze of we got plant-based oh, yeah. meat. The impossible burger. Again, it's impossible to eat. If people want that for the taste, and it's something new and cool and groovy, and everybody digs it, fine. Yeah, okay. I haven't heard groovy in a long time. Well, I know that's why I threw it in. Yeah, I like that. But very eighties. But if you're doing it because you think you're going to save the planet, I think you're sadly mistaken and bad at math. Hmm. As we have pointed out, the amount of tractor time it takes to grow a crop 
versus growing cows, there's no savings. Okay, it, it and and I don't do either one now professionally. So, but I I, I just know that because I, I have been around people who did that, and you have to the the getting the ground ready, planning the the things you have to do for as uh, pesticides and. Um, you know, fertilizing and, and continuing to plow that and then harvesting and getting it in and process. I mean, I, I just don't see any savings in that whatsoever. Now, if you like plant-based stuff, that's fine. They call it a salad um, <laughs> or, yeah. or whatever they can compress it into. But I want to applaud Red Lobster, who, which, by the way, we've all talked about how Red Lobster was a big deal where we came from. That oh, was a top-notch. I mean, it was high I mean, as showing went. off. Yeah, yeah. you kidding me? That's where you carried you, your date on a fancy night. Oh, it's yeah. a special date. Uh, and, and good I, shirt. And I still love Red Lobster. We have one right down the street. Oh, I do you know, I, I go for the special meetings, you know, the big ones. Right. Um, but I, I'm just so glad to see that they're resisting this almost political move. I, I want the restaurants to serve things that people like to eat, not what they are guilted into to doing. I, yeah. I'm kind of tired of this, just everybody shoveling their agenda on me, you know? Well, yeah. And I, and I believe it's finally got to the point. At running a business, there's enough people out there that are into this kind of mess. Like you know, what I'm saying that'll yeah. actually because until then you you weren't because people they somehow like he said you think you're saving the planet by eating an impossible burger or whatever. There's actually a crowd that actually buys into that. Yeah, so you might as well market to them and try to get their business too. Yeah, That's smart. They said they looked into it. Uh, it was terrible. Yeah, so it just didn't taste. It didn't taste good, and they're not doing it. Well, I, how I don't think seafood's this. unhealthy anyway. Yeah, tell me this. I thought seafood was the the thing we all went to. I mean, we all look at places that eat a lot of fish on coastal areas. They're supposed to have lower cancer rates, lower heart issue heart issue rates, right? I mean, yeah, isn't that you, what we're told to eat? Grill, yeah. But you got people thing, that right? are protesting bass tournaments, protesting uh, releasing lobsters back into the wild. You know, I guess they they were thinking about that bunch. You know, they just don't want to eat anything that was once alive. Y'all, y'all, there's a lot of things we can split hairs about on the discussion. Jesus caught fish, okay? <laughs> you're you're going to have to come up with something different on that one. That yeah. one, that one's not even a gray area, okay? You're I mean, going to have to come do? up with something else on He's that He's swimming one. around waiting for something to eat it. Yeah, <laughs> they're basically just a plant That's swimming it. around getting fat. Yeah, exactly. Huh? So, um I, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. Now, they say in this that uh, we're thrilled to see other consumers becoming more interested in this. While plant-based foods are dramatically healthier than red meat, seafood is even a healthier option. That's, that's kind of what I thought, too. Um, I don't know that red meat is is the end-all bad for you. I think it, it has to do with moderation. Exactly. Like everything else, so. Just like, yeah. yeah. Um, because, we look, we, we do know this. Uh, there's nothing to me personally, and I know this shows that I have a lack of growth, than a vegetarian that has to take vitamins because they don't have enough iron. Okay, I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. tell you that. That is something funny to me, and I can't help it. And Jesus knows I laugh at it uncontrollably. <laughs> okay, it I, I, I just, I'm a bad person it's for that. It's going to happen. But you have to have proteins and amino acids to build your muscles, and it only comes from red meat-type products. Okay, there it is. And they're Bottom really, line. really good. They're um, really good 
and we have got really, really good at making them really, really good. Mm -hmm. We age it properly. We cook it. We have all kind of rubs we put on it. We Mm -hmm. marinate it. When it gets to your table, if you're like me, you'll even still use a little ketchup on it. Well, hey, Bubba, you'll use ketchup on it. That's blasphemy. That's blasphemy, but yeah. that's okay. I know to some your people heart's it in the is, right not place. to me. Not your to heart's me. in the right place. Well, there's so many, uh, you know, antioxidants in ketchup. The guy that, you know, that prepared it looks at you like you've just slapped him in yeah, the face. Yeah. Yep. How dare and, you? And I'll, I'll tell you, too, I learned growing up, my parents had every steak cooked well done. And... When I tried it, I thought, I don't know what the fuss is. This is like eating a tire. Exactly. Uh, I'd much prefer a hot dog as a kid. I was the same way. But as I got a little older and realized you could have a steak medium or Mm -hmm. medium rare and it not kill you, because I I, I grew up thinking you died unless you had it well done, you know. You're right. Makes a Boy, it's a – it's a, it's a whole new food group. It is. You know, it's a whole new food You're right. They're not the same. I know a lot of people don't like them that way because they don't want the pink on the inside. And I got that. I got that. But I'm going to tell you, it is – it's a whole nother game, oh, and we've flavor. learned we've learned from the beef people about the bacteria. It's it's on the surface, it's yes. not inside. Yeah. Now you yeah. need to cook yeah. your hamburger meat because yeah, it's yeah. ground, right. right? Right. But the other the, all of all of that is surface uh, occupant, not not <laughs> internal. So. Yeah, oh, yeah. Boy, boy, we could boy, he could have really gotten into that. Oh, that's good stuff. Um, hey, you brought up I'm hot dog right now. Me too, about it. Let me let me try you on this one. You brought up <gasps> hot dog. I smell it. Can y'all smell it? I, I can. smell the yeah. grill right yeah. now. Yeah. Oscar Meyer is debuting mm. a hot dog flavored ice cream sandwich. Well, now that is wrong. They can keep it. Foul. Look at everybody's Foul. face back there in the Does it actually taste like Oscar Meyer winter? Well, that, trying to be cute. I was looking at this, and it looks like they debuted it. Debutted it. Debutted it a couple of days ago in New York City. But it actually tastes like a hot dog. Yeah. They took to Twitter and said, who who wants who wants a a hot dog? Uh, slash ice cream sandwich. It's called uh, the Ice Dog Sandwich, and uh, they turned the Wienermobile into a little ice cream truck-themed makeover. They've kind of changed it over, and they are handing out uh, these ice dogs in New York City for free. But they don't look like they're Um, they're yellow and white. It says says it's a hot dog-flavored ice cream sandwich with spicy mustard, and and, uh, little hot dog pieces. The brand announced the newest response to that uh, other uh, launch that they had that they didn't like a while back, but they said it um, is a deliberate pieces. attempt uh, to um, see if they can't with their little cream. I guess is the, the hot dogs and the ice cream is is of course together, but and they have a little some, mustard to it. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's the little flavor in it and little but, chunks of hot dogs. Right, that's disgusting. And uh, it's called the ice dog. Uh, Y'all, can, would you can, try one? Can I just no. can I just say this? It, I, I, and I don't understand these food companies that always do this. Mm-hmm. If I like hot dogs, I like eating a hot dog. And yeah. if I like ice cream, I like eating ice cream. True. I don't want to eat ice cream that tastes like a hot dog, and I don't want a hot dog that tastes like ice cream. Well said. Can't I just have the hot dog and then have ice cream yeah, dessert. like I normally do? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? I, it, I know you have a lot of marketing people that are probably overpaid in some cases sure. sitting there trying to come up with something new so they can bump their numbers up, mm-hmm. and they got to have something to justify their job. Mm-hmm. This ain't it. No. Yeah. This I ain't agree. it, folks. It's hot dog and throw, few sweet cream. Throw your hot dogs out of a helicopter. Do something. You know, uh, put yeah. parachutes on them. I don't, something. Do something. Yeah. Let's don't I make don't want cream. hot dogs that taste like ice cream. No. That, like it's gross to even think about it, isn't it? Oh, it's horrible. 
I like everything to taste like it's supposed to and be the color it's supposed to. I don't like green ketchup. <laughs> no. You know, I don't want yeah, I don't want red mustard. I want everything. I want mustard yellow. I want yep. ketchup red. I want everything where it's supposed to be. I am a law and order guy at the food table. When it comes to condiments, absolutely. <laughs> I want my condiments the way they're supposed to be. Don't That's mix right. them up. I want move my mustard around. yellow. Yeah, and my ketchup red. <laughs> I do. I do. And I don't like mayonnaise, or I'd throw that in there. Is it supposed to be what? I dabble in mayonnaise a little. I did when I was younger. Yeah, I used to put it on my hamburger. Yeah. And nothing else. Do you remember the utter machine that we had? Oh yeah. For the Rick and Bubba high school school board show, that, that that's the best way. Yeah, the, the old utter. Yes. Can I tell you what? That was a piece of work. Mm-hmm. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. When old Harry walked in that had done the local high school game the first night and he saw that, couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. He could not believe his eyes. And yeah. I was where have you been all my life? I was enjoying seeing him view the utter machine the first time. Oh yeah. What about when he grabbed hold of it? Oh, the little teat. The yeah. when you ketchup teat when, when you work at ketchup down that bun that's I oh, mean that wow. is awesome. Who wants nope. hot dog right now? Mm. It, it was it was amazing. I wish we had one now. I wish we I should had have one, one in here. I wish I had one at home right now so I could just have a hot dog anytime. Anytime. Just ready to go. <laughs> oh gosh, good stuff. <laughs> On standby. 866 we be big. We're going to the phones for the last segment of the hour. It is your time to talk. Dial it up now. We'll screen those up uh, when we come back and also say hello to our golden tickets today. Thanks. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Fifty-two minutes after the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being part of all the fun we're having today. And Speedy, we have some special guests oh, with us today. Boy. We call it the Golden Tickets. Yep. All right, uh, we got uh, Mason Bradley. He had to leave already. He uh-huh. was in town today. Had some work he had to do. Yep. Sarah and Cody Dennis are with us today. Where are they at? There they are. And uh, Cody is having a birthday. Oh. Congratulations. Greg will sing to you after the show. Thank you for being here. We also have another family, Brian and Amber Green. Thank you guys for being here. And it is, uh, which one of y'all's birthday is it? There's two birthdays. Yeah, Brian. Cody and Brian. Cody and Brian. And uh, uh, we're glad that you're celebrating that with us. And... Paul Cleveland today. There he is right there. Or as we call him, the professor. The professor. The professor. Thank all of you for being part of the program, too. Thank you, guys. We're honored that you come. We're shocked, but we are honored (laughs) that anybody cares. Let's go to the phone, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We have calls lined up. Let's begin with Shane in Montgomery. Shane, welcome to the show. Good morning, guys. Hey. Good morning. Shane. uh, I was going to thought, have y'all tried the uh, Connecticut hot dogs? Koneka hot dogs. I like their sausage. That sounds good. I don't think no, yeah, I've, there you go. I don't think I've had the hot dogs, but I'm I'm like Greg. I've had the sausage, and it's excellent. Oh, well, it's there excellent. you go. It's, it's got a little hint of the uh, sausage flavor to it, but I promise you, it's probably the best hot dog you'll ever have wow. in your life. Oh, in in your life, Greg. Mm. Better than Hebrew National, <laughs> <laughs> which is good too. It yeah. is. Uh, Bobby in Dolomite. Bobby, go ahead. Uh, I wanted to ask the sports czars uh, uh-huh. if they feel as weird as a lot of the callers uh, and listeners do when Bubba's driving the show instead of Rick. Like, you get that weird feeling like it's a substitute teacher. Yeah. Like the yeah. teacher's gone. 
Bobby, you think it's weird for you? How do you think I feel? Yeah, how do you think Bubba feel? I think it's weirder for him than anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Still love the show. Just Bubba. Hey, it's different. Yeah. And uh, listen, well, I think when anybody's not here, it's oh, different. Yeah, and and we like it better when everybody's here. But that's you know you're going to have things that come up, and uh, everybody you're here's involved that. in a lot of things, and you're going uh, to you, have those days. So, I was telling one of the golden. So tickets. what we try to do is survive, and yeah. we always tell the golden ticket seats. We give them a heads up and say, look, if there's another day you want to go, and sure. I always compare it to when i took Braden, he wanted to go see the braves play and yeah. we picked the nationals because he wanted to see bryce harper and we got there and guess what was going on bryce harper wasn't playing that night yeah. we still had a good you time we still had a good time okay but he didn't get to see his favorite guy so i feel like sometimes if rick is your favorite then you know you gotta let him know because i wish i'd had that option for the braves game that night yeah mm-hmm. but i didn't was, yeah dang it <laughs> Let's go to Pine Straw in Atala, oh, Alabama, wow. home of Daddy Pop Ranch. Quick, hey, Pine Straw. I got, I got three quick comments. Number one, the Hebrew National is a good hot dog. Number two, I agree with Bubba that Jesus caught fish, but Jesus would not sponsor a bass tournament where 95% of the participants and the audience voted for Donald Trump. And number three, in that regard, y'all must Google guns and providence religion dispatches. And y- Oh, Pine Straw's a bird. Sorry. <laughs> Executive decision there. <laughs> yeah. Chris in Pensacola. Go ahead, Chris. Bubba, you're doing a great job. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I, I, wanted to, I, wanted to, I know you guys were talking a little bit about the hot dog situation just a few minutes ago. And I, I know a lot of you guys are probably from small towns, but you guys remember when your local grocery stores would have the little anniversary tents out there and they'd be selling the hot dogs for a quarter? Um, you you mean like I a special? Do. I kind of do remember that. Yeah, like a special, like like the store opened up and it was like the anniversary. Oh yeah, sale yeah, of, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And oh they yeah. Would have the bit, and they would have the Coke machines, the Pepsi. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Go and get like yeah. Quarter quarter hot dogs was always popular. Yeah, ten yeah. Hot, ten hot dogs. You could get ten hot dogs for two fifty. Yeah, mean, that's, that's what I call a great meal. <laughs> ten hot dogs right. for two fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Great meal. That's one little snack. You saved a little bit so you could get an oversized coat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, George in Montgomery, land of I-92. Go ahead, George. Hey, guys, i got three things. Uh, who knows more people, Bubba with people that had ticks that has Lyme disease <laughs> or Speedy that knows people that wants to be bald? Oh, that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Uh, the second thing is that y'all were talking about the uh, guy that went to uh, the Bahamas on the jet ski. Have y'all seen uh, – Dangerous Waters. Ooh. They started in Seattle, went to, through the Barren Sea to Alaska, trying to go around the world. Nice. How, how'd they make it? How, how do we find that show? Uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime. Okay. How did it, how did it come it's out dang- for them? Uh, they've had to been picked up a couple of times. Uh, you know, they're having Bad. to buy gas, you know, in random places for $10 a gallon, that kind of stuff. It's mm. just, uh, but it's Dangerous Waters. Dangerous waters. I have to look. Uh, that I up. saw something the other day uh, in a video that is right up your alley, mm-hmm. and I cannot believe you hadn't brought this. They make a like a pontoon boat that is driven by like a sea dew or jet ski. Oh yeah, I've seen have it. you seen yeah, them? Yeah. That is awesome. I yeah. had never seen that before. Yeah. And yeah. so it it part you just anchor it down or whatever, and you go ride, and then all of a sudden you pull it up. It has its own little dock you yeah. pull it in like you're pulling to get into the boat and then once it gets docked you're controlling the pontoon okay. with it by sitting on the cd cool. oh yeah that's neat that's it, nice. it's, yes you know i think there's some 
you you pay a price for it being that's it, you know right convenient like that. Well, one of it's one not of as big or as yeah. Uh, yeah. hardy in big waves as maybe a, a pontoon or tritoon. But I, I I know people who one have, of the, they love the them. one yeah. I saw is much yeah. different than that. It looked more like a yeah, party regular boat, boat. Yeah. regular yeah. boat, yeah. pontoon yeah. kind that. of deal, deck boat. Uh, yeah. Let's go to uh, let's go to Tommy and Tallahassee. Tommy, go ahead. Yeah, talking about the hot dogs, any brand hot dog cooked seven minutes at 370 degrees in the air fryer cannot be beat. Air, oh, the air fryer can't be beat. Yeah, I, I'm not really up on the air fryer. I've I heard some things it. about it, but uh, you have. I'm, I'm not no, I mean, just interest. Thought about it. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Speedy. Let's go to line two. Watched it, studied it. Right, Deborah, Deborah in Selma. Deborah, go ahead. Go ahead, Pastor. Good morning, guys. Good morning, guys. Hello. Hey. I just I just want to comment on what Betty was saying earlier about how she doesn't uh, participate in the recession. Yep. <laughs> my husband works for the Postal Service, and he thinks that it's my personal mission to keep him in business. <laughs> <laughs> well, my wife's helping him run along, too. Yeah. I keep packages coming there from everywhere in the world. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it really does. I mean, you you don't want to be you know too too much on just stuff, but you know our economy is set up on people keeping the moving uh, the money moving. So yeah. uh, there, there's a good side to that too, folks. Thank you all for being with us and finishing out this hour with some great phone calls. Rick will be back with us tomorrow. And, of course, you have many ways to get the show. We appreciate you listening. If it's on radio or however you get it, it's Rick and Bubba. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.